0: We went through the Cold War in the (laughs) stupidest way possible with all these proxy wars and propaganda lies. All we had to do was tell the Soviets that we had bowling.
1: (laughs) Welcome to We Talk About Dead People, a podcast where we pick two dead people and talk about their lives. I'm your host, Aaron C., and I'm here with my good
0: friend and co host James D. Say hi, James. Damn it! I'll never have my bikini beach bot at this rate. We hope to keep our
1: listeners entertained and interested while we break down these characters from the odd and exciting family that is humanity. The way this works is that James and I will do our amateurs best to give a basic account of the major events in these people's lives and how they responded to them. We also hope to give a fairly accurate depiction of their individual character, which is harder to do, but we're going to try anyway. So, James, who do we have this week? We have Lou whovy Uzwald and St. Margaret of Antioch. Did you just have a stroke? Well yeah, but that's that's per usual. We have Lee Harvey Oswald and Saint Margaret of Antioch. So like I one, said. Yeah <laughs> You know, it's funny. I just watched uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail last night. Oh yeah. That's why I was sending you pictures of it. Ah. Uh-huh. Um, I haven't watched it in years, and I'm so glad I waited because the longer you wait between viewings, yes. the funnier it gets every yes, time. Yes, absolutely. Anyway, so shall we head down on to the uh, head down head down on to the head on down to the history lab? Yes. <laughs> was that a flub? I don't even know. One woman, a world of adventure. One, a man who really liked the Soviet Union. The other, a woman eaten by Satan who busted her way out with a crucifix. Together, these two legendary figures will find a way to reimagine St. Louis as you've never seen it before. So, James... Mm -hmm. Tell me, yeah. if you were God and had to design a better horse, what kind of horse would you design?
0: Oh shit, we're doing... Okay, theological <laughs> God. questions. I, I like this. Yes. Yes, well, I studied this, and what I would say is I'd get rid of the... Just scratch the horse idea altogether, okay? Oh, okay. Yeah, wad that little sheet of paper up, throw it in your little trash can, because okay. we, gotta, we gotta get better than that. Horses <clears throat> are so yesterday- what we need for transportation hmm? are peasants. <laughs> yes. So, we just have the peasants get on all fours, put a saddle on them, put reins in their, their mouth. That's how reins work. And then just ride the peasants. <laughs> That's... Do we even have peasants anymore? <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course we do. <laughs> Haven't you ever been to dairy queen? yeah yeah Uh, okay i get your point yeah i see your point so yeah i don't know that's kind of my that's what i'm kind of going for Uh, okay yeah what
2: about you
1: if i had to design a better horse Mm -hmm. uh well first of all i wouldn't dodge the question okay fair enough (laughs) i would design a horse that had like instead of four legs it had like 20 and they like went around it in like a wheel shape Oh. And then the the horse would, like, roll along with its little cloppers, like, you know, and like a horse wheel.
0: Oh, okay, okay, I gotcha, it'd, I it'd,
1: gotcha. Be, it'd be harder to ride, but it would be way, way cooler. See, when you <laughs> said 20
0: legs, I was thinking, like, millipede, or... Oh, yeah, twen- no, no. ...twentipede, which is disgusting.
1: That's too easy, uh, no. But just... you're
0: thinking, like, a windmill with a Yeah, like a, a horse, horse
1: windmill, just <laughs> clopping along and, you know, braying out. Hmm. Um like a mighty war beast. Uh can you imagine like a bunch of those things charging you in a battle?
0: the the windmill horses or normal Yeah ho- windmill oh, windmill yeah. horses. Um yes I can actually. I um, I've seen it. Way the hell scarier. <laughs> True. <laughs> so uh God's I, gotta get his act together. yeah to Seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could pimp those uh those legs up too. Like, Pimp them? Yeah, you could. Well, or or like solar panels on the horse legs.
3: <laughs> you you yeah. can harness
0: energy so many different ways. That's true. Just
1: get a couple of those, put them on a hamster wheel, and just let them go. Mm-hmm. Energy crisis solved. <laughs> or just green get some... <laughs>
0: energy forever. <laughs> or peasants in a hamster or, wheel. Or peasants. That works, that works too. There's barely any difference at all. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, I feed hay to both of them, so yeah. What is the difference? So, computer, please bring up another
1: twelve years in prison.
0: <laughs> James hijacked the document
1: again. <laughs> well, we don't have a document. Yeah, we, that's right. We don't have any documents, uh, except for documents about the JFK assassination. Because uh, that's where we are uh, yes, mm-hmm. yes. got all the documents. And uh, yeah, our, our legal documents. <laughs> oh, document. well, oh, hey! Oh, before no. we get into this, oh, before we no. this, did you did you watch Alex Jones on Joe Rogan? Oh uh, no! Oh my God! Oh, no. <laughs> It's so fucking good. Ooh. Okay, I know I've recommended the first. What you act, you act suspicious as if the last one wasn't fucking hilarious. Okay, no, that's true. It was, <laughs> it was gold. The first one was a so- was solid gold, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, I mean, even if okay, let's just put it this way. It's It's a spectator sport, okay? You don't have to have any skin in this game for it to be fun to watch. Sure. Hmm. Uh, and that's the way it was at the first episode. Like you don't have to like Alex Jones to enjoy watching him make an ass of himself for multiple hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the new one is four hours and 40 minutes. <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, that's what I was listening to earlier. This week, I, was just, I couldn't go anywhere because I was too busy laughing my ass off. Right. <laughs> but anyway, so that's kind of on theme because we are going to talk conspiracy shit today.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like legit conspiracy shit, okay? Well, we're talking about Lee Harvey Oswald. You can't you, you can't give two sentences of his life before you get to a conspiracy. Right.
1: It's That's basically the truth. I mean, oh, excellent. Yeah. I mean, just like... You're not far off. So, computer, please bring up Lee Harvey Oswald and St. Margaret. Affirmative, my lord.
0: (laughs) And with that, the games begin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God.
1: I would be amiss if I didn't mention I have a friend named St. Margaret. Wait, no. (laughs) No, her name's just Margaret. She donates to the show. Oh, nice. Nice. She's so she's
0: basically a saint, Saint Margaret. Anyway, so uh, so tell me, Aaron, what is uh-huh. Lee Harvey Oswald, uh-huh. Oswald, Oswald best known for?
1: It's Oswald. How hard can it be? <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald mm-hmm. is best known for being the man who shot JFK. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Or did he? Oh mm.
0: shit. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, that's <sighs> that's interesting. Mm-hmm. What did he look like?
1: He's not a pretty man, oh, uh, and by Assassin's standards, he looks kind of like a dope. <laughs> uh, in the picture I selected to describe for this podcast, I'm seeing crazy eyes, a crazy smile, and a whole lot of shell shock. Oh, God. Uh, he's wearing an oversized camo helmet, and he's using the fucking chin strap. God damn it. By George. At least he didn't stick it under his nose like those gangsters in Australia. <laughs> Remember the that on the Ned Kelly episode? Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, oh, they're they're like the s-
1: their their signature outfit was like a hat with a strap that they stuck under their nose. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. When you
0: have a cold, that's just gonna get nasty. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. Man.
1: Yeah, but if you if you're like you know somebody blows pepper in your face, you have no chance of sneezing. So you'd be all right. <laughs> right. All right. So Lee Harvey Oswald's papers, some of them say oh, oh. he's five foot eight which might not sound that tall but remember he shot the president so he's taller than you and me <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh on top of the world you might say mm-hmm. did you see the picture I put in there I do
0: and he is using the the chin strap like that eight-year-old homeschool neighbor you have who mm-hmm. is always rollerblading around with the uh, full helmet and knee pads yeah mm, the wrist guards disgusting. Yeah. mm-hmm It's hard to look at, actually.
1: It really is. It (laughs) hurts my
0: eyes. (laughs) So what is St. Margaret best known for? Well, here's the thing. I am going to cover what she's best known for, as well as her physical description, uh, by giving you a quote. That's right, a primary source quote. I don't know if it's primary source, actually. Whatever. From from a book, a, a medieval book, called The Golden Legend.
1: Ah, is there a dash in the title like it is here in the not document we have? Yes. Oh, No, there's not. I just wanted to no. say,
0: it, say it in a weird way. But,
1: oh. You forgot how to pronounce legend? <laughs> yes, yes, that is legend.
0: A legend. Le- a legend.
1: So read, read to us from this not primary source, the golden <laughs> legend.
0: The golden legend says, Margaret is said of a precious gem or ouch that is named a margarite pearl. Which gem is white, little, and virtuous? So uh, the Blessed Margaret was white by virginity, little by humility, and virtuous by operation of miracles. That is
1: a fucking stretch I've <laughs> heard How much yoga do you have to take?
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. So, and it goes on. "'The virtue of this stone is said to be against effusion of blood, "'against passion of the heart, and to comforting of the spirit. "'In likewise the blessed Margaret had virtue "'against shedding of her blood by constancy, "'for in her martyrdom she was most constant, "'and also against the passion of the heart, "'that is to say, temptation of the devil, "'for she overcame the devil by victory.' And to the comforting of the spirit by doctrine, and by her doctrine she converted much people. Okay, so you get the point. He's trying to make this analogy work, um, and it, it really doesn't. It, it's such a stretch. That is some medieval ease if I've ever heard it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. He, oh man. Yeah. So he's describing a, a pearl, I think, uh, which is white, little, and virtuous. Okay, so, I guess I didn't realize pearls were virtuous. Uh, yeah, neither did I. And then he's like, "Oh, a pearl, perfect. I'll just use that as a as my mascot for Saint Margaret's description." Uh and it doesn't it doesn't go well. But I'm not sure it works. It's better than what I would have written, so we'll use it. All right, yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, shall we just
1: head right into Lee Harvey Oswald's early life?
0: I. I what? You what? What? No, I like a pirate, because Lee Harvey Oswald was a pirate.
1: Oh, oh, I heard something interesting the other day. Uh huh. Are you like an R pirate? Like an R pirate? Or are you a yo ho ho kind of pirate?
0: Oh, I do def- Which pirate do you want to be? <laughs> um, the R. I kind of want to be a yo ho ho pirate. <laughs> <laughs> is that really a pirate, or is that just your fat uncle? That's just a clown. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's
3: just your fat uncle.
1: Okay. Uh So, Lee Harvey Oswald's early life. In the mid-October of 1939, New Orleans, a brand new product hit the scene. Uh huh. A baby, special in his own way. Okay. This was Lee Harvey Oswald. The inventors of this new product were a married couple named Robert E. Lee Oswald and Marguerite Frances Clavelli. Uh, so and a why French was... girl. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I mean, they're in New Orleans. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh So why was the dad named Robert E. Lee? You ask.
0: Well, I I didn't ask. Um, okay. And you I'm... never
1: do. And well, no. that's so offensive. I <laughs> I don't know. E- no, it's because you explain so it
0: so well. Oh.
1: Oh shit, James. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Shit. <laughs> so his his, uh, his dad was named Robert E Lee Oswald because he was actually very distant cousins with the actual Robert E Lee. Oh shit. Which is reason enough, I guess, if you really want to name your kid Robert E Lee. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's our excuse. We're distant cousins. That's it. <laughs> Robert E Lee. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So Great. and. <clears throat> Anyway, so Robert E. Lee Oswald just fucking dies two months before Lee Harvey Oswald is born. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no dad. And Lee Harvey Oswald is being raised in the South, but his dad is dead, so that kind of sucks. Sure. Uh, The first real big thing that happens is when he's five years old, his family moves to Dallas. Mm -hmm. uh, And Lee Harvey Oswald goes to school for the first time.
0: (laughs) What? Wow, when your first school experiences in Texas, you've had a sad life. Okay. <laughs> Couldn't even get it in New Orleans. Had no. to go to Dallas. Uh-huh.
1: All right. <clears throat> but he apparently doesn't actually have such a great time mm. uh, because he changes schools like six
0: times. Little bitch. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Oswald was a quiet boy mm. and liked reading quite a bit. But he was also an unstable lad. Well, no had shit. A, yeah, he had a bad temper. <laughs> yeah. uh, my, I don't know if it was because he moved between six, six schools or he
0: moved between six schools because he had a bad temper. Well, his dad is dead. He's uh-huh. moved... States. He's moved schools. He's a quiet kid who's probably picked on. He doesn't have the name of a Confederate general. Like, there's a lot <laughs> to be upset about. So, yeah. I get it. Yeah.
1: Well, all through his childhood, he had troubles in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in 1952, at 13 years of age, he was living in New York City with his mom and some relatives. Okay. Uh, this is kind of a theme in the, the life of the Oswald family. Just sort of, like, like- living in other people's homes.
0: Sure. Well, it was probably uh, probably difficult. I know.
1: That's yeah. what I'm, I mean. It, it is, but they didn't make it easy. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, <clears throat> it was understood when they moved into this 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 house in New York City or apartment or whatever the fuck. I honestly didn't look because I don't care.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it was understood that this was only temporary and could not be permanent. Sure. All right. That was understood. You're gonna be you're only gonna be here for a little while and then you gotta go. Yeah. Uh, in fact, according to testimony from the. Warren Commission. Oh, God. Uh-huh. It's already started. We've
0: already got a commission. This mm. is early life.
1: Um, anyway, so according to testimony from the Warren Commission, uh, this was made blatantly clear that they weren't gonna stay forever. Uh, the moment Lee Harvey Oswald and his family arrived. Okay. <clears throat> now, it's the first time I mentioned the Warren Commission, so in case you don't know, the Warren Commission was the, like, government investigation into the JFK assassination.
0: Wow, spoilers? Jesus. Um, me- Come
1: on. JFK is listening to this. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to Those boys. (laughs) Wait, what's... Can you do a JFK impression? Sure.
2: Hey, guys. (laughs) I'm JFK. I stopped Cuba from getting torpedoes. Torpedoes of the sky.
1: Or something like this. That's what JFK sounds like. I don't know. Uh, he's like a young Bernie Sanders sounding type of dude, I guess. Kind of, uh, yeah. yeah.
3: Um,
1: so anyway, <clears throat> War Commission, that's what that is. Yes. And Lee Harvey Oswald and his family are not allowed to stay forever. And of course, Lee's mom is not happy about this mm. um, because, you know, Hey, we want to stay forever! Sure. sure um, so in look, order like to convince handout. them... Yeah. What? <laughs> Go on. So her her strategy for convincing them to let her and her family stay forever is to start causing problems around the house. Uh, hmm. Okay. So she's getting into dumb arguments about chores and things like that. (laughs) Um, Like, I don't want to fucking broom the front lawn or whatever.
0: (laughs) Well, you have to. You're living off of our money in our house.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fuck Um, your broom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And the day after the family arrived, Lee Harvey Oswald is just kind of chilling in his room. Okay. And mom comes in and she says, Hey, little guy, would you mind looking out the window and checking on the car? To make sure it's still there or something like that. (laughs) Sure. To which Lee Harvey Oswald, the 13-year-old, responds to by slapping her in the fucking face.
0: Okay, so some family issues, but...
1: Yeah, but she also doesn't get after him. She just lets it happen. Oh. And this ends up pissing off their, uh, their family that's letting them stay with Literally them
0: Literally anyway. everyone else who
1: sees this. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? He just slapped your ass. Like, <laughs> right. Um, and things got a little worse uh, later on, too, um, because he pulled a knife on his aunt for not... Uh-huh. Yeah, for telling him to not mess with the television.
0: <laughs> I mean, we've all done it, but it's, it sounds weird.
1: You'll have to watch Leave
0: it to Beaver later. I'll fucking cut you! (laughs)
1: Yeah. Uh, So, of course, this behavior couldn't go on, so the Oswalds were
0: kicked out. Sure. I'm on the side of the the family, yes.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. During this time, Oswald is also going to school and getting in trouble there. Mm. Uh, Enough to get him psychiatrically assessed uh, at Juvie, yeah. So what does this assessment reveal?
0: Um... He's a fine, normal individual.
1: Yes, and that Lee Harvey Oswald has a big imagination, which is a nice way of saying that he may be
3: schizophrenic. Sure. Yeah. Um. The oh, good doctor
1: no. reports to the Oswald family that uh that Os- Lee Harvey Oswald believes like a bunch of crazy fantasies about himself and the world. Mm. Uh, like he's he's also like very narcissistic. So there's that. Okay. Um. But so the family only lasts about two years in New York, uh, but eventually moves back to New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, this is going to be a theme. So in New Orleans, Oswald stayed in school until the 10th grade uh, when he dropped out to ride his motorcycle. Nice. (laughs) Actually, no, he he dropped out and got a job as an office clerk and runner because, you know, that's better than school. Apparently so
0: boring, though
1: yeah but remember how he likes reading? I do, yes, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. well, according to the official story, The Warren Commission story about Lee Harvey Oswald, he especially liked reading books about communism. <laughs> oh, 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 And see, he... when
0: you said he had an imagination and he lived in a fairy tale world, <laughs> I was thinking like The Chronicles of Narnia, <laughs> right. but communism is just a whole nother level, <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, and he writes in his diary mm-hmm. about this and I'm not reading from the actual diary just so you know Okay, this is just a summation Sure. so here we go dear diary I'm 15 and I'm a Marxist what would mom think she would probably say something that would cause me to slap her there would be no way to prevent the inevitable in that case boy I love communism and gosh darn it, I'm cool for being so woke. Not even Comrade Stalin is on my level. If only my dad, Robert E. Lee, could see me now. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> so far, so good. <clears throat> okay, but here's, 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 here's where things get tricky. Mm-hmm. Okay. According to Lee Harvey Oswald's closest friend, uh, Edward Vobel, mm-hmm. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald never read anything about communism or socialism. He read mostly cheap shit. Um, or in Vogel's words, paperback trash.
0: Okay. Um, so and like not comic books?
1: Like, I mean, I'm assuming like cheap adventure novels and shit. Oh, so
0: like the kind that L. Ron Hubbard wrote when he
1: was... Yeah. yeah. He might have actually read shit by L. Ron Hubbard. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, who knows?
0: <laughs> it's all fantasy world.
1: Yeah. Um, so already... We're seeing that the official story is, uh...
0: There's already disagreements. Yep, it's a little bit problematic. Oh, God. Uh,
1: uh, and yeah, so, oh shit, here we go. <laughs> uh yeah, so a year after moving back to New Orleans, Oswald was picked up and moved again, mm-hmm. this time to Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas. Mm-hmm. So it's like this rotation, they just like, between yeah. Dallas and New Orleans. And this is where the avowed commie bastard went back to school for a couple of months, and then dropped out to join the notoriously communistic political movement Uh, known as the U.S.
0: Marines. uh, (laughs) Well, that's not (laughs) sure. Okay.
1: I'm making a joke. It's like the last thing you would think uh, a Marxist would want to do is join the
0: U.S. Marines. Yeah, join an imperialistic... Yeah. Fighting force, yes. Right. (laughs) I I don't know. uh, mm. (laughs) But
1: uh, it turns out, and he's 17, by the way, when he does that, but it turns out that joining the Marines is like a last-ditch effort to escape the influence of his mother. Uh Or as he put it, quote, the yoke of oppression of my mother. (laughs) So a little dramatic, but... Yeah. (laughs) It's not even that creative. (laughs) No, it's not. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just gonna say, uh, yoke of oppression is overused, Aussie man. (laughs) Uh, Five out of ten. Anyway, so he was trained as a radar operator Mm. in the Marines and was given security clearance up to a confidential level. Which is good, I guess. You know, give Lee Harvey Oswald security clearance.
0: Right, well, give him security clearance. And also, he has this huge imagination, right? That was prescribed to him by a, a psychiatrist. Let's give him controls of the radio. Yeah, this <laughs> is the precursor to Alex Jones.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay. No, it's
0: the radar, not the radio. Oh, right. I'm, right. I, only I, read, I only read words three letters in. Okay. So,
1: my bad. Uh, so yeah, he finished seventh in his class. Oh, and one other thing, it's like he had a bad background, too, with schools and psychiatric evaluations sure. and whatnot. Yeah. So it looks like he somehow got that by, or the Marines were like, we don't care as long as you're crazy enough to run across a minefield.
0: Right, sure, well, it's probably, <laughs> what is this, like the 50s? The Korean Wars, probably. <laughs> the Marines yeah. are like, yeah, we're running out of dudes, we need, um... Yeah, give us, give us anyone. We'll, we'll take anybody. We'll literally take crazy people.
3: <laughs> uh,
0: so anyway, yeah, he finished seventh in his
1: class and became an aviation electronics operator. Okay. After which he was shipped off to Tokyo.
0: <clears throat> sure.
1: Now, it's worth noting that during his training in 1956, Lee Harvey Oswald was shooting at a sharpshooter level.
3: Oh.
1: Um, but that was like once. He took one test, he got sharpshooter, and then he took another, and he got marksman, mm-hmm. uh, which is lower. So he might have gotten lucky, who knows. But it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean he's good with guns because he he scores high. Okay. Um just it doesn't necessarily mean that. It doesn't mean he he's So why are you telling us this, Aaron? I, I just <laughs> want you to know the facts. <laughs> I'm kidding. I what? want you to ha- have <laughs> the truth
0: is he, is he, are his There's good. so much data coming in right now. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't foresee these gun abilities coming coming into play later in the episode. Oh, not at all. Okay.
1: <laughs> Never again. <Sure. laughs> so anyway, while he may be in the Marines, he's still kind of a troublemaker. Mm-hmm. Who saw that coming? Yes. Uh, so of course he's packing heat when he's not supposed to be. Um, okay. He's carrying around an unauthorized 22 caliber handgun, mm. which he uses to accidentally shoot himself at <laughs> one point. Uh, at which point the Marines court-martialed him and said, quit that shit so barney fife <laughs> is in the marines <laughs> and <laughs> barney fife assassinated jay <laughs> <laughs> wow the dots you heard are coming it here together. folks you heard it here first folks yeah uh so anyway then oswald got into a fight with a guy um mm-hmm. the guy who actually told him to quit that shit with the pistol oh. uh and later he, while he was sentrying somewhere in the philippines he just started randomly firing his rifle into the jungle
3: Okay.
1: Uh, Probably killing several forest creatures and a ragged Japanese soldier who didn't know the war had ended ten years ago. Sure, so, So. yeah. uh, Yeah, yeah, the Mm. (laughs) holdout.
0: Who doesn't want to shoot the jungle, okay? When we see it just looming there. (laughs) Fuck the jungle! (laughs) Bam! 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 Hashtag Brazil. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, shit. (laughs) I went there, okay. Uh,
1: Okay, so... So this bullshit was going on at the same time Oswald was running his mouth to his mates about how much he likes the Soviet Union. Oh, sure. And he's also starting to learn Russian.
0: <laughs> so at the at the height of the Cold War, yeah. our radar operator in the Marines yes. is like, hey guys, I am... I wish I were a Russian spy. Also, I'm learning Russian.
1: He's got one of those fucking body pillows and it's just Comrade Stalin. (laughs) Yeah. Good night, Stalin. I'll see you someday.
0: Jesus, have you you seen this guy spooning a Stalin pillow in the bunker? Like, what the hell is up with him? He's not a communist.
1: There's no no way. There's nothing to be suspicious of.
0: Yeah, that is some deep cover where it's so so obvious that you're a Russian spy that it's like you can't. There's no way he's a Russian spy. (laughs) Not at all. Okay.
1: I mean, remember, he has confidential level clearance, security clearance. (laughs) Yeah. He can look at the documents. Right. Uh, but anyway, so he's learning Russian, and in 1959, he took a test to prove his skill in Russian, but he didn't do too hot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, then I guess he got fucking bored at some point and tried to get out of sure. the Marines. So he asked for a discharge, allegedly to go home, uh, so he could go home and take care of his ailing mother. Right, because they had a great relationship. Uh, right, yeah. And I think this is, I'm pretty sure the terminology for this is a hardship discharge. Okay. Something like that? I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, he wants to go home and take care of his ailing mother. And the Marines, in a series of decisions made by a lot of people leading to one dead president, let Oswald go home.
0: Oh, okay.
1: We didn't start the
0: fire. Yeah.
1: Oh, God. I love that song. I fucking hate you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, that's good, because now I'm going to stop talking. Uh, because we're going to leave, Har- uh, leave, 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 uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, for now. <laughs> right. And when we come back to him, we'll be talking about his adult life. Oh, God.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. trigger warning if you're a Kennedy. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I, I shouldn't even... Yeah. Oh! Oh!
2: There's <laughs> so <pun> many there. <laughs> levels! So many!
0: Yeah. If only he'd have had a trigger warning. <laughs> but no trigger warning for good old Jacob Fitzgerald Kennedy. Yeah. Uh,
1: I would have liked to trigger... Oh, God, I can't do his voice now. Ask I am not. all that is man and more. <laughs> yes. Ask not what you can do for your country, but what your country can do for you. <laughs> BAM! <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, God. <laughs> mm. I'm a Catholic. That scares people. <laughs> Alright, so shall we move into St. Margaret's early life? Yeah. Okay. Tell us about Saint Margaret. Yeah.
0: So this Margarita, she was born um in a not really close to Lee Harvey Oswald. Um they actually have literally nothing to do with each other. <laughs> uh, well that's
1: that's just classic
0: we talk about dead people shit right there. It really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so, of course
1: I didn't know who you were doing until this morning.
0: <laughs> right, because I, I wrote our not script last night. And, oh, and this morning. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Margaret was born in the year 289 A.D. in the <laughs> Roman city of Antioch.
1: Now hold up, hold up, hold yeah, up. Yeah. I'm actually surprised how much you have written for her early life. Yes. Because it was 289. Yes. Uh, or not written. We don't have a document.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you have Do you have an appointment scheduled? Uh, no. Well, what? Was... Sorry. My secretary just let my wife into the room, and... Let your life? My wife. And my <laughs> wife. She's both... <laughs> That's right. Yep. Oh, hello. <laughs> she can't the hear you. Pickles? Pickles? say hi. Yes, it's Pick... She doesn't even know the cat's name.
1: <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> uh, well, now appearing on We Talk About Dead People, uh...
0: Pickles and another character. <laughs> Fours Company! <laughs> 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 that's right so so Margarita or Margarita okay. whatever her name is okay she's born in the city of Antioch okay not not the big famous city Antioch which oh is mo- okay. in modern day Syria in, in Syria what Sidia Sidia I don't know
1: dyslexia <laughs> dyslexia <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but she was born in modern day dyslexia
0: <laughs> Alabama uh. Oh my God! Yeah, she, okay, she was not born in that Antioch, and she was also not born in the town of Antioch in northern Illinois. You've oh, been there. I fucking hate that. City. <laughs> we both hate it. Yeah, but okay. great food. Uh, great. No. Food. <laughs> oh God! So right. she she was born in a different Antioch, okay, in modern day Turkey, because screw creativity. Right, They're this
1: like, is this, this. is Alexandria, shit. Right,
0: name every city the same thing. Because it, it's just a big troll move for her. Yeah. So, yeah. The, there's good news and there's bad news. Oh, on, shit. On this whole thing. The good news is her father is an important pagan priest. Cool! Yeah. The bad news is that mom is dead. Oh, no. Mm, yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. So, Margaret is raised by a nurse who lives nearby. Not by her dad. Her dad's like, look, I've got all these pagan things to do.
1: Fair enough. You know, with the divorce rate being what it is today. You know, something, something, fill in the blank. Uh, Kids don't have two parents anymore. Is that a joke? (laughs) I don't know. We'll go with it. Mark it. (laughs) Sorry, somebody
0: just slipped my throat. What? Okay, we'll just use duct tape. Okay. (laughs) Back, Back to... Going back to what you were saying earlier about how much I have written for Margaret's life, uh-huh. it's amazing because she dies at the age of 15. What? So I have quite a bit, quite a bit for, for someone who lived 1800 years ago and died at 15.
1: Oh, okay. Just toot well, my own
0: horn r- real quick.
1: I'm really happy for you, James. Thank You've, you. You chase your happiness. What's that word? Chase your joy? Chase oh. your, what is it? What is that phrase? What? Follow ch- your dreams? No, it's like, it's like, ah, uh, fuck it. Chase know. your killer? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> killer
0: chases you, dude. <laughs> well, that's what he thinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: when you get murdered at the end of your life, it's gonna be charging at a murderer, completely
0: butt-naked, just- Dude, I've got a bearded <laughs> axe in my, my study room, just leaning against the desk, okay? <laughs> so...
1: <laughs> just charging this guy with a bearded axe. Got like a freaking M4 or something like that. Yeah. What the fuck is this?
0: You have to shave that thing. Come
1: on. I mean, in the in post apocalyptia you're basically going to be a Viking berserker. I mean,
0: yeah, for about seven seconds until. <laughs> yeah. Just a pair of legs just standing there. After... Pretty much. <laughs> It'll be a great movie.
1: That's what you look like anyway, though. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: True. All right. <laughs> 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 so we're a paragraph in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So she's living with her nurse because mom uh-huh. is dead and dad's a pagan. Right. But this is where things get a little complicated because it turns out that the nurse is a Christian. Oh no! Beware of Christians. <laughs>
2: Beware. Hey, yeah. by the way,
1: mm-hmm. the guy who made that movie, I think, was at the uh, Austin Film Festival a few months back. Oh, dear. And apparently he did a, a panel.
0: But you're referring to the movie Beware of Christians. Oh, yes, correct? that
1: movie, Beware of Christians. Beware of Christians, the movie that you should all watch, Beware of Christians. Which we watched together, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Beware of was... Christians. <laughs> is there a second
0: one, or, or am I thinking be. of God's Not Dead?
1: Uh, God's Not Dead is, like, way the hell worse. Then Beware of Christians. Beware of Christians is the best documentary ever. Really ever is. made. Yeah. I, I can't recommend it enough. There is no reason you should not watch Beware of Christians. Beware yeah. of Christians.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, it'll change your little frickin' life. Uh,
1: I think the guy's doing horror now, by the way. I thought he was before.
0: That's... <laughs> that's yeah, that's Beware of movie.
1: Christians is also the
0: best horror movie ever made.
1: <laughs> it's, very,
0: it's pretty believable. Okay, so St. Margaret's nurse is a Christian. A Christian, and her dad is a pagan, so there's going to be problems. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, things go fine for a while, but pretty soon young Margie realizes that she she too wants to become a good old Christian. Hooray. So she accepts the love of Jesus Christ and is baptized. Welcome to the church. Mm, Yes, thank you. Thank you, good sir. Then, as all good women do, have done, do, and will do, she (laughs) vowed to consecrate her virginity to the Lord.
1: That's such a weird thing to to think about, like, that people used to do that, or still do oh, that no, shit. Oh, no,
0: we st- <laughs> Nuns. Well, yeah, and it's- I, I don't know if it was like a, yes, I won't fuck anybody but Jesus, or if it was like a, I'm not going to screw around until I get married, because- Oh, either way. Okay, I don't. Know. I thought it, I thought it was like lifelong
1: uh, virginity or something like that.
0: It might have been. I mean, she only lived till fifteen, so we never get to
1: find shit. out. But spoiler alert: you know, oh, JFK shit. only lived till he was fifteen too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> True. All right. Yeah. So uh... youngest president. <laughs> anyway, so she's like, "Yeah, I'm going to be a virgin, and I'm a Christian." Okay. Well, Dad is fucking pissed. <laughs> he, okay, yeah, he's actually so pissed that he declares that she is no longer his daughter.
1: Okay, so modern day pagans are like some of the chillest people you will ever meet. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and it,
0: they lost their spine somewhere in the in the somewhere middle along, ages. <laughs> yeah, somewhere along the whole Christians murdering them. They they turned into just these Marijuana heads who tape reindeer <laughs> antlers to their head. But great people. Great people. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, All right.
0: So, so the Christian nurse who raised Margaret, she adopts Margaret. And, mm-hmm. uh, and life goes on. And Margie adapts to her, her new life as a Christian and as a sheep herder for her adopted mother. Okay. And don't ye worry. She is still keeping her legs closed for the Lord. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, one day, Margaret is out with the other girls watching her mother's sheep in the hills when all of the sudden, along comes this fine chap named Alibrius.
1: Oh, that's a Marian name if I ever heard one.
0: Alibrius. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Alibrius, yes. And he's a pretty important guy. He's a government official. He's got servants and guards. He's got a badass name. He's got it all. He's uh-huh. got it all. Well, he's riding along with his little group, and then, holy shit, <laughs> he sees Margaret. Margaret. <laughs> And by all tarnations, she's the prettiest girl he's ever laid eyes upon. (laughs) He's just, like,
1: rolling along and his Tesla rolls down the window. (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. God. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Launch mode. Go. (laughs) 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 Fucking Elon Musk comes out of the sky. You will marry this woman.
0: (laughs) Yes. Oh, God. It's a little weird because she's 15, remember? Right. <clears throat> yeah. But it's the middle fucking ages, alright? Well, 289 AD, but basically, yeah, for yeah. for all intents of purposes, the middle evil ages, yeah. yeah. Alright. And none of this stops Olibrius. He's like, oh my god, I have to, <laughs> yeah, yes. So he tells his servants to quickly go and fetch her for him, explaining, <laughs> and here's a quote. A okay. quote from the golden legend. For if she be free, I shall take her unto my wife. And if she be bond,
2: I shall make her my concubine. All right, hold (laughs) up. A a lot there. So
1: he sends his friends, (laughs) like, across the lunchroom with a note? Yeah,
0: yeah, he's not going to get off his camel. He's he's (laughs) too big for that.
1: Okay, all right, so he's going to... All right, just to make this clear, though, it sounds like what he's saying is... If she's single, I'm going to marry her. If she's yeah. not single, she's going to be my concubine. So I'm getting it either way.
0: Well, kind of. Um, more, okay. think think more like a capitalist, okay? He's oh. thinking, if she's a free woman, I'll marry her. But if she's a slave, um, well, she'll be my concubine, okay? Like, okay. I can't. I can't marry a slave. Jesus. Oh! Oh, got it. You got it. Free as in, not
1: not single, but free as in a free person. A free person, yeah. And if she's bonded as a servant, okay. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's really not as, as shady as I thought. He's just totally in love
3: with her.
0: Yeah, he's totally in love with this this 15-year-old girl. It's a different time. Yeah. So the servants, or, or yeah, the boys go out to across the lunchroom, and... <laughs> they fetch Margaret and bring her before Olibrius. But hang on. Hang on. She's got to pass the test, okay? <laughs> okay. Not just any pretty sheep herding 15-year-old can be the wife of Olibrius. Of course not. No. It's Olibrius, damn it. Yeah. She has to pass his test. And he's got three questions for her. And I got to say, these are the perfect First date questions, okay? What so, is the capital of Assyria? <laughs> 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 the Bridge of Death! It's Nineveh, was the capital of Assyria. Are you serious? I actually don't know the answer. Yeah, well, Nineveh. Are you are you fucking with me? Is that true? Yeah, it's true. That's why Jonah was asked to go to Nineveh, because the Assyrians were the powerhouse of the day.
2: <laughs> the <laughs> Do you want to know how much of a nerd I am? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright. Uh-huh. So he's got these questions, and right? You single listeners out there, write down these questions. You're gonna okay. want them. So, so the first question is, what is your name? Oh shit! Mm. Mm. So mm. steamy right out of the gate, man. Mm. Saucy. It's a it's a good place to start on a first date if you if you <laughs> don't know the name. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> Margaret answers.
2: It's Margaret. Dear sir. <laughs>
0: yes, okay. So, she g- good question and a good answer. Excellent answer. Mm, yes. Next next question. He asks uh, how royal is your lineage? Oh. Again, great second question. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. For you listeners out there, make sure you ask that special person in your life if their last name means anything. Do they own any castles? Do they have a family member who's a pagan priest? These are things you need to know. They are. They are. I yeah. ask every date. I go I
1: go on. I'm like, hey. Hey. Is your dad a priest? Yeah. And if they say yes, I'm like, of what church? Mm. And if they don't say the church of
0: Satan, I'm always let down. <laughs> yeah, that's really a hit or miss question. But in this day and age, I mean... Tinder doesn't even have a way for you to ask that. I know. It's completely not fair. Such <laughs> Is a... your dad a Mormon
1: priest? Do they have priests? I don't even know. Do Mormons should. have priests. I don't know. Bryce, tell us on Twitter or Emma, whatever. Tell us on Twitter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mormons have priests. Yeah, Yeah.
1: We did a whole episode.
0: Two episodes. Three
1: up three ep- three ep- th- fucking ten episodes on Mormons, and I don't even know if they have... Pri- okay, fuck it. I'm Googling it. I have internet in my apartment now. Do Mormons have priests? I would
0: say you're ruining the mood, the sexy mood, but oh, you're, you're uh, I'm really am so, d- I'm it. so
1: fucking dumb. Uh-huh. James, I didn't even think of the word priesthood. You remember the priesthood? So, who scooped
0: out your brain? <laughs>
1: I just—I have so much information I can't remember all of it. It's <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, a shittier,
0: weaker Alex. Jones.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty
0: <that> much. possible. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, so he asks her, "How important is your family?" And she goes, "Well, yeah, my dad is a royal priest of Antioch." Ah. <laughs> and Alibrius was quite pleased by this okay (laughs) finally the final the third question is he he asks what religion do you follow Mm. and she responds
2: i am a christian a christian woman
0: (laughs) and his response and we actually have his exact response given to us by the golden legend he says the two first things be convenient to you that oh. is, that you are noble and are called Margaret, which is a most fair name. Mm. But the third appertains nothing to you, that so fair a maid and so noble should worship a god crucified.
1: Oh, god! Yes. Yeah. He's, he's saying, okay, so your god got
0: dunked on. Oh, yeah. He's pulling yeah. <laughs> out the cross card. He's, your god was put up on a tree. <laughs> yeah, and Margaret responds by saying, How do ye know that Christ was crucified? And Iliberius responds, By the books of Christian
1: men. Don't believe everything you read in books. <laughs> yeah. Wait. So he knows that that Christ was crucified. He's just denying his divinity. Right. So that, well, he okay.
0: he read the book. He's like, the right. Book, I read the book, and it's better than the movie. Let me tell you. <laughs> and yeah, your God was hung up on a tree. What kind of God is that? The Golden
1: Legend, directed by Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so down.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> well Mar- Margaret responds she says,
2: "Oh, what shame it is to you when you read the pain of Christ and the glory and believe one thing and deny the
0: other."
1: Oh, so he's doing like uh critical reads
0: of the Bible and
1: she's got a problem with that.
0: Yeah, she's like you didn't you read it and you you believe how, you
1: didn't How did how do you not believe it? I don't understand. You read the book. Yeah. It said he died. It right. said he was God. How do you not believe it? What the fuck?
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like, I've got a few questions. And she's like... <laughs> Checkmate atheist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this, this pisses Illibrius off. He's right. like, okay, you can't you can't question me. So he throws her into prison. Oh, man, that's... The hell of a love story. (laughs) Right, yeah, it's a tale as old as time. Pagan loves Christian, Christian doesn't love pagan. Pagan throws Christian in prison. Satan visits Christian in prison. A
1: whole new
0: world, a magic place
1: where we can fly and throw the pagans in jail to cry. The Christians... Die. We'll die. <laughs> and now we're in a whole new world. YouTube, all caps, epic cover of A Whole New World. <laughs> Acapella.
0: Breaking news, Disney decides not to sue two dumbasses because their cover wasn't worth it. <laughs> oh, they'll still sue her ass. Well, that's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <clears throat> so that's that's all I have for, for Margie's early life. She's in prison. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. It's a good start. Yeah. Oh. Well, but I have to urinate. <laughs> Is there any weirder way you could have said that? You, oh, you don't even want to know. I want to shower the toilet with golden liquid. Uh... I want to let loose the Hoover dam. <laughs> I want Noah to swim in a golden sea. I want to assassinate JFK. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Take your break. Don't leave the door open this time. <laughs> I, won't. I won't. You don't want to hear the trickle down economics. No. <laughs> okay, I'm going to I'm going to go grab a drink. S-
3: Woke
1: up this morning on the beach. Started walking. It's my regular routine. I was on the search for some diamonds. Let me tell you just what i seen. I saw a castle with a view, fields of bamboo, guy from Kung Fu, a giant screw, a kangaroo, some chickens too, and a woman who lived in a shoe. I saw a white well, the holy grail, pirate ship without a sail, uh, air fail, volcano fail, air mail, volcano fail, pyramid not to scale, and some things I just don't go into detail.
2: You never know where you will find shaping a world that's in your mind.
1: (laughs) See for yourself and walk with me. A world of wonder and land of beauty across the mountains mountains and over the sea. And I still haven't found any diamonds. diamonds. (laughs) All right, welcome back. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) That That was very cute. Welcome back to your show. (laughs) Uh So, Ooswald's life. Yes, we're going to be talking about Lee Harvey Oswald's adult life. And let me tell you, things are about to get real. Just settle in. Oh, I'm in. Mm. Oh, God, that's so (sighs) arousing. A beer at 11.15 in the morning. Crazy just like your wedding day. Oh, hey,
0: I I want to <laughs> Yeah, right. Oh, that was that was bad. Not the wedding day. Of course not, dear. It was no, it was the beer. <laughs> um What? Oh, so I'm gonna... <laughs> uh we have we have a fan on Facebook. Oh, do we? And he recently contacted us. Oh. oh and he really really wants us to do a drunk episode on the oh. life of Rasputin. Oh! Ho, ho, ho! <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should do it patrons only.
1: Oh, yeah. That would get some people to be like, "Oh, I gotta hear them talk about Rasputin
3: while drunk."
1: <laughs> that's shit. We should make episodes patron only.
0: Oh, that's a good idea. I'm gonna mark yeah. this just because we don't want to sound like <laughs> we're squeezing the. Yeah, we're no, we don't want to be gatekeepers, um. Even though we kind of are acting like gatekeepers. Well, we we can cut that whole section out. But yeah, that's let's... yeah. He was like, "I'll I'll." He doesn't want to become a Patreon because he's had trouble with the site before. Oh, gotcha.
1: But that's he... why we need to get that Venmo tip jar going. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I get it. I, I totally get not wanting to com- commit on Patreon. Absolutely. Um, and it's just really un. It's just fucking unfortunate that the site <laughs> is going like. It's had its problems, like one mm. after the other, and that sucks. Um. I don't want to quit using it, but honestly, it's it's not an easy site to use. No, um, and it's not even that fun. It's like a boring Facebook ripoff that pays you. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, well, he
1: wants to pay us. Okay, so yeah, we'll we'll set up a uh, we'll set up a Venmo tip jar, and at some point, probably yeah. today. So hit me with that Owsald. Mm. Lee Harvey Oswald's adult life. So, when we left Lee Harvey Oswald, he was leaving the Marines Mm -hmm. to allegedly care for his mom. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Remember her, the woman he joined the Marines to avoid? Right, the woman That mom! (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, he just goes home and she's like, What the fuck are you doing here? Reminds me of- Yeah. Of course she's French. Oh shit, well
0: that explains a whole lot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, she just hits him with her baguette, yep. Uh... (laughs) So I'm looking at this, and I'm thinking, all right, the military may buy this one, but I don't.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: And neither does his mom. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Because he only stays with her for, like, two days uh, before jetting again. So guess what Lee Harvey Oswald does when he exits the Marines?
0: That's impossible.
1: Uh, What? Exiting the Marines? Yeah.
0: Once a Marine, always
2: a Marine. (laughs) Oorah!
1: Uh, hey, you remember Storm? No. <laughs> Nobody does. But their little game that was, like, duty calls or something like that. Is that what a leper
0: calls a shower? Storm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's low even I'm for you. I'm going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, okay. <clears throat> Lee Harvey Oswald uh, decides to jump on a boat and go to France. Okay. Uh... And then to the UK. Oh shit, okay. And the officials at the airport are like, ah, how long are you going to be here? Mm-hmm. And he tells them like a week, but he only stays for a few hours
0: <laughs> before <laughs> well, jumping
1: on a plane to Helsinki. It's the time difference? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh shit. Yeah. You say Helsinki? That's right. He went to Helsinki oh, and he's he applied. Closer. Yep, he applied for, you guessed it,
0: a Soviet visa. Oh shit.
1: And he gets it. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And after this, he goes to where else? Fucking Moscow. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> this is this is all according to the War, Warren Commission, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Warren Commission—I don't want to make it sound like hey, it was a big government thing. Everyone was lying. Like they had, you know, they had witnesses and shit, like family members. Like, what was he doing? Yeah. People that, you know. But at this point, like, he's he's sort of off the American radar because he's in he's in the Soviet Union. Yeah. Right. Um, But anyway, so he tells his travel agent that he really, like, really wants to become a Soviet citizen. Sure. And he tells, like, fucking everyone else he meets in just broken, shitty, southern-accent-tainted Russian. Yeah. Uh, He's like... they're all like, dude, we want to get the hell out of here. Who the fuck are you? You actually called it. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Um, He says he's here to stay, and the officials are, like, baffled. They're, They're like... Yo, this place is actually super shitty. You really don't want to be a Soviet citizen, you nutbag. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah,
1: he's just like, he's so nutty, he's like a payday bar with legs. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Anyway, so despite the Russian officials informing Oswald that the Soviet Union was not exactly the socialist utopia he'd read about in his little red books, Mm -hmm. Oswald is convinced that yes, it fucking is, (laughs) even though the officials and officers that he's talking to are like, don't stay,
0: get out, (laughs) asshole. You are an American citizen, literally what all of us want. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh and about that time Oswald
1: has had just about enough of these liars who think the Soviet Union isn't Disneyland. Mm, mm-hmm. But the problem is his visa has expired. Oh god. Okay. Because it was only for a week. <laughs> 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 But Oswald's citizenship application, which he did apply for citizenship sure, of the sure. Soviet Union, was flatly denied. Uh, and he was told he had to get the hell out of Russia by the end of the day, else he'd be sent to, like, a gulag or something.
0: Yeah. Now, this really... So even Soviet Russia doesn't want him. I know. <laughs> First <laughs> so it's was... mom, then it's the USSR. It's just... Tail all this time. Yep. <laughs> so, obviously, this makes
1: Oswald really sad. Yeah. Um, and he's kicking his tin can down the road, all the way back to his hotel. It just seems like there's nowhere in the world that's made for him. Yeah. Not even the great Soviet Union! So, he goes to his hotel room, climbs into the bathtub, and slits his wrist. Wait, seriously? Yeah. Oh, shit. But here's the thing. <laughs> oh, no. He does such a shitty job of trying to kill himself, <laughs> that he literally could never die from the wound he inflicted. <laughs> Uh, of course, dying by bloody suicide in a hotel bathtub in Moscow would be a great way to go, in his opinion, uh, yes. mainly because he thought it would shock his mom. Right. What a what a teenage rebel
0: face.
1: <laughs> Just go to Moscow and slit your wrist. Yeah. You see what you did? You see what you made me do? Oh. Eh, I'm an atheist Marxist. I'm going to slit my wrist. Bah. He's like the edgiest edgelord. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. Oh, man. Uh, so yeah, um, his attempt, like I said, really, really sucks. So he doesn't die and is found by his Soviet guide who is arriving to take him out of the country. (laughs) And this guy is like, what the fuck, man? What are you doing? (laughs) So the Soviet Union isn't as amazing as you thought. whoop fucking we're going to the hospital. (laughs) Oh, God. The guy takes him to the hospital and has him looked over, presumably with Lee Harvey Oswald arguing the whole way about how the Soviet Union actually is heaven on earth. Right. And what's hilarious about this is that the doctors are convinced that Lee Harvey Oswald might be off his rocker strictly because he actually believes the Soviet Union is a great place to live. (laughs) They're like, you don't understand. This guy is like mentally unstable because he wants to live here. Oh, we need those doctors on Twitter today. Oh, yes. (laughs) Anyway, so Oswald was questioned and was asked if he ever wanted to go back to the United States. Mm -hmm. As if they didn't know the answer. (laughs) Right. And, of course, he indicates that he never wants to go back. Sure. Um, he wants to be a part of the Soviet Union, damn it! Mm-hmm. And then they ask him, they finally ask him, like, wait, who the fuck are you anyway? <laughs> right. And the only ID that Oswald has on him are his Marine Corps discharge oh, papers. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> That's not a... See, he's such a bad wannabe spy. I know he's, I know he's not a spy, but, like... Just this American who ends up in Russia, discharged from the Marines. That should be so many red flags. He's like, I love the Soviet Union. What? This place is perfect. That should be like red flag number one that this guy might be an American spy. You forget that red flag number one belongs to the Soviet Union. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know, but uh, it's mostly red. (laughs) It's got a little yellow. Yeah, that's just a little.
1: So yeah. anyway, the Soviets are like, this guy is fucking mental. <laughs> Send sure. him to the US Embassy. <laughs> so he goes and tells the interviewing officer that he really hates the United States and he's just had enough. Yeah. Those were his words. He's had enough. Uh Oswald also informs this officer that as a radar operator from the Marines, he had special information that he wanted to give to the Soviets, which is a hell oh. of a thing to admit to somebody working at the US Embassy. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Right. I know. It's like it's crazy. So, hilariously, the officer phones the Marines and tells them about all this and their response to their response is basically this. They just changed Oswald's discharge status from hardship/honorable to undesirable.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know Literally what to a feel. Vector. I <laughs>
1: Um, So anyway, the story of a former U.S. Marine trying to defect to the Soviet Union is kind of unusual. So obviously the press picks it up. Sure. And this gives Oswald a bit of fame. Mm. And the Soviets look at this story and they're like, yeah, like, this is good for us. Let's let him in. Um, So they give him, they give him citizen. Jesus, sorry. They give him citizenship. Uh, and a factory job building electronics for use in fucking space. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, they gave him a private Russian tutor, uh, Stanislaw Shushkevich, 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 whatever, uh, who is another factory worker who would actually later become Belarus's first head of state, weirdly enough. Oh, God. Um, they that gave only went ha- well. <laughs> uh-huh. They also gave him a fully furnished apartment in one of the nicer buildings in Minsk. Hmm. And a stipend on top of his regular wage earned at the factory. Oh. So he's got it made in the shade because he's a good propaganda figure. Yeah. Yeah. But, of course, because he's in the Soviet Union, they kept him under constant surveillance. Mm. Because not only do they do that to fucking everybody... Yes. He's also an ex-Marine. Might be a plant. You don't know, right? Yeah. He's he's a wild card for sure. Yeah. So... (laughs) I know I told you about the listening devices in the Soviet Union. I spoke to a guy about it who, was, who went there. Yeah, saw, like, yeah. A film or something. Mm-hmm. Like, every radio can't be turned off. It can only be turned down because they can pick up the vibrations in the room. Oh, God. And listen to you. Uh, every radio. It's mm-hmm. like working for Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, Lee Harvey Oswald then falls in love uh, okay. with a woman who works at his factory. A oh.
0: woman... Yeah, a woman named Ella German. Unfortunate last name to have in the Soviet <laughs> Union just a couple of years after, you know, World War Two. Yeah, so they dated for a while, um,
1: and then Oswald proposed to her. Oh. But she said no because she didn't love him, and on top of that, she was worried that marrying an American would cause problems for her. Uh, which is completely
0: fair. Yes, <laughs> uh, the divorce rates here are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> You don't want to import those to Russia. No, not Mother Russia.
1: Anyway, so Oswald recorded in his diary the following. Quote, I am starting to reconsider my desire about staying. (laughs) (laughs) But only a
0: broken heart would be what would get to Oswald.
1: But listen to his reasons. Oh, God. Okay, the work is drab. Mm Mm-hmm. The money I get has nowhere to be spent. No nightclubs or bowling alleys. No places of recreation except the trade union dances. I have had enough, end quote. He really wants to leave the Soviet Union after all this shit he's pulled because there's no bowling or nightclubs. (laughs)
0: I, dumbass I, it's the soviet union we went through the cold war in the <laughs> stupidest way possible with all these proxy wars and propaganda lies. all we had to do was tell the soviets that we had bowling <laughs> <laughs> be like, shit that sounds pretty good <laughs> oh
1: man yeah so, Oswald writes to the U.S. Embassy in Moscow, demanding his passport
0: back. <laughs> he's just through. Yeah. He's like... <laughs> I gotta knock down those pins, baby.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, in the meantime, he's met another girl. Okay. A 19-year-old, I think, pharmaceutical student. Hmm. Uh, and I guess they hit it off because after six weeks of dating, they are married.
0: Okay.
1: And they had a child together, uh, at which point they decided it was probably really time to move back to America.
0: Sure, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because our little toddler can't bowl anywhere. Yeah,
1: and there's no nightclubs for him. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, So they applied for the required documents and were indeed given them for some fucking reason. (laughs) Sure. And Oswald is like, yeah, America, your boy's coming home. Bust out the best party you can because old Oswald is coming back. Great. And remember, he had press coverage about him defecting, so he's kind of expecting it to pay attention to him coming back, right? Sure.
0: She's sure. like, I'm a prodigal son, cover me. Yeah.
1: Um. And then he steps back on American soil and is disappointed because the press isn't waiting there to suck him off. Oh, God. What a letdown. Yeah. <laughs> So Oswald and his Russian wife then move to, where else? Dallas, Fort Worth, Mm, mm -hmm. where Lee decides to write about his life in the Soviet Union before giving up because that would be work. (laughs) His wife Marina starts getting involved with anti-communist groups, like you do when you've Mm -hmm. grown up in a communist country and just got the fuck out. You want to deprogram yourself, you know. (laughs) Yeah. You find the most woke individuals you can.
3: Mm.
1: Sorry, needed a drink. Yeah, yeah. So like this anti-communist group. These groups are they just kind of like hang out, uh, drinking brandy and chortling about the failures of the Soviet state. Yeah, um, that sounds great. I know it sounds like so much fun. Uh, Where do I sign up? <laughs> so Marina gets along super well with these with these uh, ex-Soviets. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Oswald does not. <laughs> <laughs> Unsurprisingly, they found him to be rather a rude and arrogant asshole. Oh, sure. <laughs> but she kept bringing him to the meetings. So they just stopped inviting her. Oh.
0: Which is sad, but she married a jackass, so it's a little bit her fault. Yeah, but she might have... Who, I don't know her story. She might have just been trying to get out of the Soviet Union at any cost. Possible. That is
1: also true. Yeah, so... I, I did not look into it. So I should probably not be shitting on her. Right. Um. Anyway, so who during knows? their during their time in Dallas, Oswald got not drab work. hmm Uh, And worked as a welder. (laughs) Sure. Uh, But he hated this job. (laughs) And only lasted three months. What a guy. I know. And he later worked in a photo printing business. Hated that too. And then got fired in like six months. Because guess what? He was being a huge asshole to everyone at work.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, We've all met that photographer.
1: (laughs) Now, I just want to point something out here. Uh Uh-huh. This is the point where, where Oswald just kind of gets strange to me. Sure. Like, so far, I I get it. I can understand where this is all coming from. Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, kind of. But Bowling like, can ruin a man. Uh, yeah. But at this point, this is the point when things start to get shady. Ah. Uh, in the sense that this is where the conspiracy theories really start to rear their heads. In, right. Uh, in his life story. Okay. All right. I'm down. So there's this guy mm-hmm. and his name is General Edwin Walker. Sure. Now General Walker is no longer a general. Okay. You see, he was fired for being an asshole too. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Because he was. Wait, an asshole in the military leadership? What the fuck? Whoa. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so uh he just like Oswald couldn't shut the fuck up about politics. <laughs> like every chance he got it was like brr 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 like politics 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 uh-huh. and people were just like shut the fuck up dude we're bowling here yeah. <laughs> 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 so yes he was very outspoken on about his views on communism which were not positive oh. segregation which he was all for oh god
0: uh
1: and he was also a well known member of the john birch society okay. which is a far right advocacy group that's Great. actually still around today oh. um now he couldn't get fired just for being right wing, sure. right? Like you can have your politics. This is whatever. Texas in
0: the 50s, yeah. Right.
1: But, you know, it's still not good manners to be talking politics all the time. And it's even worse manners to be distributing far right propaganda leaflets to the men under your command, oh. <laughs> which oh, is right. what he was doing. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> yeah, not happening, mm-hmm. so he was fired too. Mhm. Um It's like, okay, so I had this thought, like and maybe maybe this Maybe this, you won't resonate with this, but I, I know this. Okay. Um, there are some people in my life that I know who have, like, really strong personalities. Mm-hmm. And they hate the people who are almost exactly like them. Sure. Like, yeah. the most. Yeah. Um, What? No, I'm with you. Okay, so, yeah. I don't know if you've ever met anyone like that, but that's mm-hmm. what this is. It's, like, two people who are completely, like, into politics and can't shut the fuck up about it and are so convinced of their correctness that... Right they hate the people who are completely opposed to them not re- it's the horseshoe effect that mm-hmm, shit mm-hmm. uh it's fucking stupid all right so in the march of 18 or not 1863 jesus we went back in time oswald is a time traveler that's another that's conspiracy the other consp- theory. okay yeah so in the he march killed of Abraham Lincoln as well right oh yeah <laughs> he's, he's just, all the presidents all the presidents <laughs> but not andrew jackson he got his ass beat that time <laughs> yeah. andrew jackson shot him in a duel yeah <laughs> So in the March of 1963, mm-hmm. Oswald makes an order, a mail order, under a false name, okay. A. Heidel, or A.J. uh, and orders a $30 Carcano p- bolt-action rifle. And those were the days. It might be Carcano, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as a thirty-eight revolver. Mm-hmm. And you can order these by mail, which is so, so awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, shortly after receiving his new toys, Oswald jumps on a bus with his rifle. Sure. Goes to General Walker's house mm. and takes a shot at General Walker through the window. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Os- Oswald missed him, uh, except <sighs> some, some bullet fragments nicked him a bit. So, this oh. is his first assassination attempt. Ugh. And it's, it's somebody who he disagrees
2: with. <laughs> Great.
0: I don't like your politics, so I think you should Ugh,
2: yeah. die.
0: Yeah, well, that a similar thing happened to me the other day with some Girl Scouts trying to get me to buy some cookies, but they missed as well. <laughs> they tried to shoot you with a $30 Carcano bolt-action rifle. <laughs> Something along those lines. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: Anyway, so... He fails that and just kind of runs the fuck away and kind of gets away with it and pops get on through. the
0: bus again. Yeah, basically, He's like sweating the bus driver's like,
1: oh, "Are you okay? Yeah, what the hell is that? What's that long thing in your hand? Do you is that a, a rifle? rifle? The <laughs> rifle or the non-rifle section?" <laughs> He's like, "Just get me out of here, man." Yeah. So in the meantime, Oswald got a job in New Orleans as a machinery greaser. Nice which is just great, mm-hmm. um, but he was fired <clears throat> for being an asshole <laughs> <laughs> and talking politics. Mm-hmm. Um, but Oswald has bigger fish to fry, Ah, and one of these fish is a little place called Cuba. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so uh, I don't want to get into it, but this is during the Cuban Revolution. All right. Uh-huh. Castro and his boys are taking over. It's like communism. Yes. Um. Mm-hmm. So Oswald discovers there's something in America called the Fair Play for Cuba Committee,
3: uh-huh.
1: which is a political activist group that was opposed to American intervention in the Cuban Revolution. Okay, I'm on board. Right. So, yeah, here for a little context, Cuba is actually becoming communist. Mm-hmm. Uh, it begins reappropriating property uh, and things owned by the United States and U.S. companies for the state. Great. So, like, you know. Probably industrial equipment, coal mining equipment, shit like that. Yeah, they're, it
0: belongs to U.S. companies. I don't know. I don't know how far you're getting in. You're gonna go into this, but cutting class, the cutting class podcast, they had oh, a yeah. great episode on American interventionism in Cuba. So interesting. Go check that out if you want more. Yeah, I recommend. Uh, that's a great podcast, by the way. They're, yes, they're among, they're among the
1: the best of the history podcasts. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, uh, the U.S. did not approve of this, of course, because they're like, that's our fucking stuff, lad. Yeah. Um. Thus, the Bay of Pigs invasion, but we're not going to talk about that, blah, 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 blah.
0: Mm-hmm. The point is,
1: Oswald was pro-communism. Yes. Uh, didn't like what was going on in Cuba with American interventionism and whatnot, and wanted to start an office for the Fair Play for Cuba Committee in New Orleans. Sure. So he sent them a letter, essentially telling them he, that he was going to do it. They said, hey, like, don't. But he did. <laughs>
0: <All
1: right. laughs> he just, so he's like, he's, he wanted to rent an office. He's his own the, man. It, yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> he wanted to rent an office in their name. Sure. And they were like. Yeah, please don't. We, we haven't even met you. We there's been no background information on you. We just we just heard about this crazy ex-marine who migrated to the Soviet Union and then came back and Yeah, we're, <laughs> we we want to meet. Let's get coffee before you start something in our name. <laughs> Let's go bowling. Well, the, prob- yeah. the problem is I think they're based in New York City. Oh, okay. Um so having coffee is not really an option and also mm-hmm. they, there's no way for them to really keep an eye on him. Yeah, so, a,
0: he sends them a picture. They're like, "Who the fuck uses chin straps?" Who is this guy? <laughs> it's like this wacky
1: selfie from like chest up, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, Yo, can I start an office in your name? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> yeah. So the point is, uh, Oswald was like I said, pro communism. Yes. And he's he's after this thing, and he wants to buy a um, he ba- basically hires a printer. To print out a whole bunch of leaflets that are pro-Castro. Sure. Uh, and starts passing them around in New Orleans, just in the streets. Like, communist propaganda in the streets yeah. in 1960-whatever, right? Like That's that's ballsy. <laughs> yeah.
0: You're going to be on the radar. Um,
1: <laughs> so problem is there's this dude named Carlos uh, Bringuier. Bringuier. I don't know how to pronounce this is Carlos. Just Carlos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he's an anti-Castro activist. So, sure. for a left, there's always a right. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's how it is. This is this is them. Uh, and Carlos has seen Oswald before. <laughs> Oswald had actually frequently visited Carlos, and according to Carlos, had been posing as an anti-Castro person, and was trying to infiltrate his little anti-Castro group hmm okay so he's like this guy's a fucking spy um and carlos is just walking down the street one day and he sees oswald preaching the good news of communism and passing around his little pro castro pamphlets uh-huh. and carlos is not having this shit <laughs> no no not today yeah so he walks in and he's one of the things is he actually was he did have somebody who like came to him and said hey oswald is in the streets like pro castro right now like, sure. I get him."
0: yeah he's got his <clears throat> dogs
1: so Carlos walks right up to, him, to Oswald and says something like, Oh, I see. You were a dirty commie the whole time. Well, we ain't having none of that shit around here today. So Carlos and a couple of his goons start a fight with Oswald right there in the streets. And the police arrive, and the whole gang goes to jail together for disturbing the peace.
0: Right, okay. You can't just brawl in the street. Well, it is New Orleans, so I, I guess you can. Uh I don't know. It's it's the politics. It's interesting
1: to see lefties and righties throughout history getting in fights in the streets. Yeah. And the cops roll up and they're like, we don't fucking care who you are. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You're making too much noise. (laughs) We're trying to bowl over here. (laughs) (laughs) Goes back to the bowling. Always does. Uh, All right. So after being issued a fine or whatever, I actually don't know what happened. um, Mm -hmm. Oswald is preparing to leave the jail. Uh, when he asks one of the cops if he could talk to an FBI agent,
3: oh,
0: oh god, <laughs> it's like that's just a cop. normal thing to, yeah, it's Andy Griffith over here, and he's just like, Hey, can I talk to the FBI? <laughs>
1: what Andy Griffith's like, Let me put my bullet in. Um, yeah, yeah, got one left over for communists, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh. Uh, where where was I? Do, 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 do. Oh yeah. So he wants to talk to the FBI and he tells just some random cop munching a donut that he was a member of the New Orleans branch of the Fair Play for Cuba committee. Okay. Uh, he also informed the officer that he had a branch that the branch actually had thirty-five active members and it was led by a guy named A.J. Heidel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is such a we're Dude, we've got 35 guys, all right? <laughs> we play D and D on the weekends, and we're kind of a big deal around here. We've got 35 people. Can I talk and to our... the FBI?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess the cops said no, or you know, like, what the fuck? Just get up uh, because face. Oswald never never ended up talking to the FBI as far, FBI as far as we know. Okay. But, of course, it was all bullshit. Uh, Oswald was the only member of this little shitty-ditty commie committee, uh, and it wasn't even officially recognized as a branch of the Fair Play Committee at all. Right. So he's the only one. (laughs) So more bullshit from Oswald.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: So Oswald goes out again the very next week and starts pushing his commie shit on everyone again. This time with two assistants. Oh, uh, and people got upset, so naturally the local t- TV station came over to cover this shit, because they're <laughs> fucking leashes. Um, Oswald gets some press and is interviewed on the radio, and is finally challenged to an on-air debate between Oswald himself and our friend Carlos. Sure. An on-air yeah. debate. I don't even know if they actually did it, but he said it. Yeah, sounds I good. It, I'm pretty sure they did it. Uh, so then Oswald just decides it's time to go to Cuba. Because <laughs> there's there's
0: so much he can do, Right. Um but he sticks, so, he decides to wait a little while. Uh what? yeah, has he not heard anything about, you know, what's going on in Cuba? He, that, I don't I think mean, he I don't think he gives a shit, honestly. His travel agent's like, dude, literally go anywhere else in the world. Just do you have to go to Cuba? You could go to yes. Fiji. Come on. Go to Fiji. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> But, so yeah, he decides it's time to go to Cuba, um, but not yet. He has to stick around just long enough uh, to collect his $33 unemployment check, yes, <laughs> at sir. which point he jumps on a bus headed for Mexico, mm-hmm. arrives in Mexico City on September 27th, 1963, <clears throat> okay. and applies for a transit visa at the Cuban embassy.
3: Mm.
1: Now, he told the lads at the embassy that he was just passing through on his way to the Soviet Union. Oh, right, because Cuba's just a skip-hop away from Russia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the officials at the em- embassy are like, no, dude, you can't go to the Soviet Union without permission. Do you have permission? <laughs> and the Soviet Union is like not being all that responsive about the request because they know this guy. <laughs> yeah, yes. <yeah. laughs> so, yeah. So Oswald just kind of drags his ass all around Cuba talking to different consulates and all that shit until he finally gets denied. Uh, Because the consulate believed that spending money sending an unknown schlub like Oswald to the Soviet Union, instead of keeping him around to help out with the revolution in Cuba, would be a waste of the country's time and money.
0: Fair. Which
1: is fair! (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now, there is some debate on this shit, too.
0: Mm.
1: Of course. Uh, Some say there's actually no evidence for Oswald's visit to Cuba at all. Ah. And there has been speculation that someone merely posing as Lee Harvey Oswald had gone and tried all this shit and had failed.
0: Interesting.
1: Yes. So that's, that's, I think that comes up later. Now, for what it's worth, uh, Cuba eventually did approve Oswald's transit visa request. Um, But by the time they did, he was already back in Dallas. (laughs) And he's got (laughs) prospects. (laughs)
3: Ugh. All yeah. right. <laughs> through,
1: through some connection, Oswald gets a job as an order filler at the Texas School Book Depository, earning the princely sum of a dollar twenty-five an hour. <laughs> yeah, man, what a
0: time to be alive. Yep, <laughs> working at the school book. Depository. Yeah, he only has to work like twenty-five hours till he can order a gun through the mail. <laughs> so it's really not that bad.
1: Uh, every hour he works, he can buy another bullet.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, meanwhile, the FBI has its eyes on Oswald because he's behaving like such a fucker. Uh, so, they, even they are like, we have to check this guy out. Right. So, yes. they send some they send some agents to talk to his wife and not him. Because they don't want him to get wise. I mean, obviously, it's not like his wife would tell her husband that the FBI came around. <laughs> I mean, obviously. Right. She's not going to yeah. tell him anything. Um, but she's also staying in someone else's home. Uh, so... There's that. Oswald doesn't even have a home. Um, and he, <laughs> they're asking her about Oswald's strange behavior and possible commie bastardry.
3: Uh-huh.
1: And get this. Oswald hears about it
3: <laughs> sure. and
1: does what we would all do. He writes up a bomb threat against the FBI and the Dallas oh, PD and delivers it straight to the <laughs> Dallas FBI office in person. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh wow. But also around this time it is announced that uh, President John F Kennedy will be oh, visiting Dallas boy.
3: and going oh, around in an boy. open
1: car, yes, waving at people.
0: Oh. And shit. the newspapers,
1: yeah. <laughs> and the newspapers also released the motorcade uh, route, which in a perfect Why? world in a oh. perfect world okay. it makes sense. Yeah. If people want to see the president, they gotta know where he be, right? Yeah. Sure. That's in it. a perfect world, okay? Yeah. I mean, but this is honestly, Dallas. <laughs> you tell people where the president's gonna give a speech, you know, yeah. like he's out in the open air, right? That shit. So anyway, <clears throat> so Oswald goes to one of his co workers and asks for a ride to Irving, which is on the west side of Dallas. To pick up some fucking curtain rods.
3: <laughs> okay. And,
1: and the friend says yes because this isn't unusual at all. Right. And the next day, he's on his way back to Dallas, and he's left his wedding ring behind in Irving and is carrying a large paper bag. Okay. Says- in which Oswald said, uh, th- you know, them's the curtain rods. <laughs> Yeah, they retract. They're like a slinky. Come on. Right.
0: That's that's in the the curtain rods. Can I see? No, you can't. They're really good curtain rods. Oh, a man doesn't have to share his rod with anyone, okay? They're in Uh, the bag. They're for me only. Yeah. Spare the rod, shoot the Kennedy. I don't know. (laughs) It's in Proverbs, okay? Look it up. (laughs) Now, here's where
1: things get hairy. Uh because this is actually on the day that Oswald allegedly shoots President Kennedy.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So as and I say allegedly because uh we're gonna get there. All right. Yeah. I have I have no strong opinion on it, but that's that's what people say. Uh Oswald's behaving a little bit shadily. Yeah. Uh, and he's also like teleporting. <laughs> uh <laughs> With he's these crime rods traveling... and this bowling
0: ball, I shall create a teleporter.
1: Yeah, exactly. I worked so, for the Soviet space people, okay? I know things. <laughs> it's like, okay, so I say teleporting because he's seen by, like, all kinds of different people in all kinds of different places. And he right. himself even has a different account, multiple different accounts of where he was on the oh, day of yeah. the shooting. Oh. So here I'll just start to go through the laundry list here. So he was mm-hmm. seen by a coworker named Charles Givens on the sixth floor of the Texas School Book Depository around noon. Sure. Okay. Um, and uh, this was 30 minutes before JFK was bound to roll through town right by mm-hmm. the Book Depository. Ah. Yeah. Then Charles Givens saw him again on the first floor reading a newspaper cool as a cucumber. And the right. time like is on the 6th floor. He's on the first floor. He's getting yeah. a coke. You know, it's like crazy. So a whole bunch of people actually uh a whole bunch of people actually saw him uh doing all sorts of random shit like making phone calls and just fucking around. Um some guy is apparently up on the 6th floor eating his lunch and waiting for the motorcade to roll by. Which mm-hmm. means that if Oswald was up there, he was in the same room loading up, possibly behind some boxes.
0: <laughs> the guys like, "What you doing? Just eating a sandwich." <laughs> cool rifle you got there hey do you know JFK's gonna drive past us just any moment what's the shower rod for <laughs> that's not a rifle it's a curtain rod <laughs> yeah i'm putting up curtains in the office
1: uh yeah <laughs> putting up curtains in this sniper's nest here oh perfect
0: <laughs> this isn't so anyway. netting, it's a curtain come on
3: yeah <laughs> Get
1: with the times. We're in Texas, damn it! Right. So anyway, in the in the in the meantime, in the motorcade, Kennedy's just kind of humming along with the first lady and their entourage. Uh, about oh, two hundred thousand people are lining the streets watching all this. Okay. Uh, Nellie Connolly, the first lady of Texas, turns to the president and says, "Mr. President, you can't say Dallas doesn't love you." To which Kennedy responded. Uh, no, you certainly can't.
0: (laughs) I'm thinking that you can. Yeah. (laughs) You might be able to say that.
1: These are actually Kennedy's last words. Oh, oh boy. You can't say Dallas doesn't love you. No, you certainly can't. And then, boom. So the vehicle rounds the bend onto Elm and bang! Gunshots. 80% of the witnesses reported three shots. Uh, one shot missed, and another struck Kennedy and the governor, who was also in the car. And a third shot delivered a fatal blow to JFK. Okay. I am going to fucking delete the Meetup app, because it does not stop fucking bothering me. Sorry. <laughs> this whole time, my phone's just been going off. and like, what the
0: fuck? Hey, anyway. you like people? You want to meet up with some nerds here in Houston? Austin, yeah, exactly. wherever, wherever you are, it's Austin <laughs> Yeah,
1: or Houston. I really don't you know. know. Where am Texas I? Texas is
0: its big. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: like a whole nother country where they shoot the president. Uh, <laughs> okay. So let's see here. So yeah, JFK has been shot and the car is speeding off. And a guy named Howard Brennan was sitting across the street from the Texas school book depository. Uh, and he saw something, so he runs to the police and tells them that he had seen a man with a rifle on the sixth floor of the building.
0: Oh, shit. And they're like, well, this is Texas, so that doesn't really help us, but we'll doesn't, write it down. doesn't mean anything. Yeah,
1: so now the whole thing's just gone to shit. And from here on, maybe in fact a little while back, actually, like I said, we're getting into conspiracy territory. So I am going to cover the official narrative from the the Warren Commission. Um the official story. The thing that they concluded, all that shit. And then we'll discuss possible theories later on. So they've gotten to you.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm blinking. I'm blinking. Alright, yeah, tell us your little lies. Let's go. Alright, so here's the official coverage. Sure. After firing the shots, Oswald hid his rifle near some boxes and <laughs> ran down the back stairway. Okay. <laughs> And when he reached the second-floor lunchroom, he encountered a police officer, weapon drawn. The police officer points his gun directly at Oswald, but doesn't fire. He just kind of goes, "Oh, you don't really look like a bad guy," and lets him go.
0: Yeah, looks like a nice guy. Yeah, and Oswald is like, he's wearing his chin strap, okay? Yeah, cares about (laughs) safety. Let's. So
1: Oswald is like, sure. You know, fuck it, point your gun at me, whatever. So he buys a can of Coke and starts
0: drinking it right there in the lunchroom. (laughs) Talk about a commercial for Pepsi. (laughs) (laughs) That needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So (laughs) Lee Harvey Oswald chose Coca-Cola. Can you say the same? Will you say the same? (laughs) Uh, So Oswald just fucks on out of the building and jumps into a bus before police conceal said building. Uh, and of course they seal off a building, they call a roll, and Oswald is gone. He's not there. Right. And Oswald's on the bus, like, driving away. There's chaos and pandemonium in the streets of Dallas, and, um, he just kind of decides that this bus is too fucking slow. (laughs) So he tells the bus driver to stop, uh, and rents a cab and goes the fuck home, where he is seen by the housekeeper bustling in and bustling out wearing a jacket. Like okay. yeah. so he went and got a jacket at his house, um, or whatever. <laughs> it's cold. It's, it's, it's okay. not even a. It's not even yeah. a house. I'm pretty sure it's like a, a living space for people who have no money. Ah. Um, so Oswald hits so the college. streets and is in- yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Oswald hits the streets and is immediately intercepted by a cop named J.D. Tippett, uh, mm-hmm. who has just heard from uh, dispatch a report of a shooter
0: matching Oswald's description. He's wearing a fucking shin strap. He uh, was not wearing a jacket, but might be now. Holding He's a definitely shower wearing rod.
1: bowling shoes.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, so Oswald, um, just uh, yeah. So this this guy Tippit spots him, rolls down his window, and goes, "Yo, can I talk to you?" And Oswald's like, "Sure thing, officer." So mm-hmm. Tippit jumps up. And is immediately blown away
0: by Oswald's no! 38 revolver.
1: No! Yeah. Tip it! Oh, or Tip it.
0: Yeah, the Tip's real tragedy. has
1: gone. <laughs> Imagine so going Oswald... out
0: the same day as JFK. You're like, dude, I'm so overshadowed. No one's gonna remember yeah. me. Uh, yeah. Rip yeah. Tip it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> rip Tip it. Rip it Tip it. Okay. <laughs> So, Oswald has made things uh, a little bit worse. <laughs> shoot the president and the governor of Texas, but shoot a cop, goddamn! <laughs> so, a shoe store owner, like, sees this, and he sees Oswald ducking around the streets uh, after the shots and calls the police, who arrive just after Oswald disappears into a movie theater.
0: Oh god, can't make jokes yeah. about
1: that. No, and so the police arrive and go in, and they order the house lights be turned on in the theater, because he's probably hiding in the dark place,
3: right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, and they, so find they ruin Oswald... the movie. Uh, they ruin the movie.
2: <laughs> Come on. So
1: they find Oswald just kind of, I think the theater was empty, but whatever. They find Oswald just kind of fucking around in the back of the theater. And he sees your, your the cops. Voice and he... just, uh... <laughs> what? Never mind. Go on. My my voice just Tom hanks Was that it? It did, yes. 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 A box of
0: chocolate! And I was like, oh, hello, (laughs) Tom.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I shapeshift every now and then into Tom Hanks.
0: (laughs) Who doesn't, though? Yeah. Mm.
1: So Oswald is uh, in the back of the theater, and he sees Mm -hmm. the cops coming in, and he just says, quote, well, it is all over now. (laughs) Then he draws his fucking pistol, aims it at the cops. Oh, come pulls on. the trigger, and blammo! The gun does not go off because Officer Blood Blister has reached for the pistol and what? jammed the firing mechanism with his own flesh. Wait, wait! What happened? He reached for the pistol as Oswald fired and stopped the hammer from closing on the firing pin. Oh, that's with, that's pretty cool. With, with the webbing of his hand, which must have hurt a little bit. So he's a duck. So, (laughs) Okay, so they got Oswald.
0: Oswald was caught by Officer
1: Duck. (laughs) So Oswald takes a swing at Officer, you can't fire your fucking gun today, asshole. Misses, and then Officer, fuck your bullshit Soviet ass, disarms, and beats the shit out of Oswald. (laughs) Sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which, you know, like you do when a guy has killed a cop. Stop
0: resisting! Well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
1: So, uh, mm, uh, according to Oswald, um, he was actually like beaten pretty harshly, and he had some scars on his face and whatnot. And they pull him out of the theater, and he's just screaming about police brutality. Um, well,
0: and dude, I mean, don't throw stones when you've got a house of glass, okay? Yeah. You, you just shot three men.
1: <laughs> I mean, but remember, okay, and I just want to say this now. This is a, mm-hmm. this is according to the official narrative, all this. Of course, yes. So Oswald is claiming he's being beaten up for nothing at all. All right. Right. And it, it seems, you know, as far as we know in the story now, it's like he killed the president, he shot a cop, like, the police can be a little brutal with this dude. Like, fine. R- sure. But according Unless to Unless they're theories, trying to
0: hide something.
1: That's right. That's uh-huh. right. Okay. And I ran across some really, really interesting theories that... uh Really make my conspiracy. Oh yeah, conspiracy this is ears
0: perk up. Yeah, this is conspiracy number uno. Like this. Yeah, everyone has had their JFK conspiracy phase.
1: Yeah. Well, I actually, I haven't. I don't find it that interesting. Um, which is probably what makes me the wrong guy to be covering this. But He's by sure. the end of it, I I really was like, ooh. So yeah. So you've had ooh. your phase. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very brief brief phase. And I want us to talk about it because this is so interesting. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, uh, Oswald is taken down to the station and booked for killing Officer Tippett and also for the assassination, also possibly the assassination of JFK, <laughs> yeah, which...
3: Also, it's
1: just yeah, the little they,
0: asterisk, <laughs> might also well, be a
1: president killer. <laughs> you know, they, they had people who... They had clearer witnesses for the killing of Officer Tippett. He still had the gun, right? Sure. They were still trying to, you know, they still hadn't connected their rifle to Oswald and all that stuff. Right. Uh, So he wasn't arraigned yet for the JFK murder, but he was for uh, Officer Tippett.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: So, hold on, I need to move my mic a tiny bit. All right. Later, when Oswald encountered some reporters while in police custody, they are like, dragging him through the halls, the reporters are there, you know, cameras flashing and everything. Mm -hmm. He shouts to them, uh quote I didn't shoot anybody. They've taken me in because of the fact that I lived in the Soviet Union. I'm just a patsy. Okay. All right. We got our scapegoat. Yeah. And uh when he asked when he was asked if he killed the president, Oswald answered, quote, "No, I haven't been charged with that. The first thing I heard about it was when the newspaper reporters in the hall asked me that question." Hmm. Interesting. Um,
0: what the hell? My
1: god. You want to meet up? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Oswald undergoes a two-day interrogation where he denies fucking everything, including sure. even owning a rifle at all. Mm. Um, he said, uh, he wasn't even, they, the package didn't even include, like, that he went to get an Irving. They weren't It wasn't curtain rods, it was just his fucking lunch. <laughs> which, that's, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. He also denied owning a fake ID for an A.J. Heidel. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, And we have pictures of this fake ID, and he's like, I've never seen that before in my life. Sure. Um, Now, Oswald's story is this. At the time of the assassination, Oswald claimed he was just eating his lunch on the fir- in the first floor lounge, and he wanted a can of Coke. So he went upstairs to get one and ran to that police officer who pointed a gun at him. Right. But in another interrogation, Oswald changed his story to say that, yeah, at a certain point he was up on the sixth floor, but he didn't shoot anybody. Hmm. And when he was asked if he was a communist, Oswald said, No, I am not a communist. I am a Marxist.
0: Oh, Which is, God. Don't <laughs> give me that. <laughs> I Which know. is just fucking great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go ahead. See, I'm a Marxist because whereas communism has been tried and utterly failed, true Marxism hasn't. And... <laughs> so that's why I consider myself a Marxist and no I didn't kill anyone I was just eating my sandwich yes (laughs)
3: yeah,
1: but anyway so this is where we're going to leave Lee Harvey Oswald until we come back to talk about his end and death gotcha okay Uh, and you've written something in the document then he died and we still eat tacos in his honor today yes what the fuck hey Aaron what? Mm-hmm. Oh right, this shit. <laughs> y- yes. Do you actually want to read this? No. Okay, good. <laughs> I, don't. Uh, I
0: haven't uh, written okay. anything in our, our not script.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, now everyone's gonna be curious about what it was. I'll just say well, two words: a maggot fan slushy.
3: Fiction.
0: <laughs> Same thing. Where we come from. <laughs> Okay. All right, all right. How far so, along are we here? We're, we're all coming up on two hours. Shit, We're dude. coming on up on two hours. We did take a break-see-doodle, okay. but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> two hours. Okay, so... Well, I have not written much for... Okay, Saint that's fine, grits Yeah. So tell... And that's okay, because we kind
1: of mainly wanted this episode to be about Lee Harvey Oswald, but...
3: Let's yes, take a commercial
1: because... break for St.
0: Margaret's Adult Life. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, when we last left St. Margaret, she was not a saint, but she was a Margaret. Good. And she was also in prison because she was a Christian and wouldn't renounce her faith just because some moron on a horse wanted her to. Uh (sighs) Uh-huh. Well, that moron, named Olibrius, if you remember, was an important official in the town of Antioch. And it was he who had fallen in love with her, been refused, reacted by having her thrown in prison, and now he demanded that she be brought before him. Bring she the was. girl. Yes, yes. She was, <laughs> and thankfully we uh, we have the conversation between the two of them recorded in the golden legend.
2: Excellent. Mm.
0: Mm, yes. uh, should we do it together? Uh, yes, yes we should. Do you want to be... The saint or Alibrius? I'll be Alibrius.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so here's here's
1: Alibrius. So go on. Yep. Oh, good maid, have pity on your beauty and worship our gods that it may be well.
2: I worship him that makes the earth tremble, whom the sea dreads and the winds and creatures obey. <laughs>
1: But if you consent to me, I shall make your body to be
2: all to
0: torn.
2: Christ. Christ gave himself over to the death for me. And I desire gladly to die for Christ. Uh-oh. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So she refuses, and Librius decides he's going to torture this girl. Why? Now, trigger warning. <sighs> uh, torture is coming. Heads up, JFK. Yeah, and (laughs) another trigger warning. None of this probably happened. Okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Probably or we don't know.
0: Well, it probably didn't happen if you're a bloody
2: heathen. But (laughs) why, my boy, this is bloody church tradition. I'll have you know, of course it happened.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Margaret is beaten with clubs. And then the torturers take iron combs and scrape her skin. Ah! Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, uh, oh god. In so much that the blood ran out of her body like as a stream runs out of a fresh springing well. <laughs> oh my. Again, this guy is, he's trying to make these analogies and they're just not really working. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> <sighs> Well, the scene is fucking gross, okay? <laughs> and there are a bunch of friends of Margaret who are who are just standing there watching, and they What exclaim... the fuck?
2: Yeah, they're there, and they're like, Oh, Margaret, verily we be sorry for you, which see your body so foul and cruelly
0: torn and rent. All right, you're right. This didn't happen. This is fucking propaganda. No, this is absolutely true, you idiot. Okay, so then Olibrius <laughs> Alibrius is watching and he's the guy who ordered it and he's so sickened by his own orders that he hides his face with the hood of his cloak. Uh then he's like just stop, just stop, okay? I- we've combed enough of her skin off, just stop. Throw her back in her cell.
3: God. So
0: they do. Yep. Okay. That night, the entire prison is lit up because there's this shiny white light coming from Margaret's cell. Oh! It's just another day.
1: Uh, <laughs> her, obviously... iPod, her, her iPhone is has the brightness all the way up.
0: Yeah, they're like, dude, j- j- shut that off, we're trying to sleep. Yeah. You can't have an
1: iPhone in prison! <laughs>
0: <laughs> At least not an iPhone 5. Mm. So the blinding light emanating from her cell isn't enough support for her? So, I don't Or maybe it is. I don't know. But sooner or later, she starts praying. And she's praying to the Lord, of course, because she's a Christian. And she asks him, that is God, whether or not Satan can appear before her so that she can see the fiend that she's fighting against in this earthly life. Okay. Yeah, pretty good. (laughs) I want to see Satan! Yeah, and and God gets this, and he's like, "Well, yeah, sure, why not?" <laughs> so suddenly, oh. Satan appears in the form of a terrifying dragon in, in her the cell. cell. Yeah, in the cell, just boom. There's just like Satan, cramped the in the corner, like fuck, I can't move. <laughs> Did it have to be in a cell, you bimbo?
1: <laughs> and <laughs> before I, I, I promise, I'll torment you. Just let me get my arm out here real
0: quick. <laughs> yeah, my, my my tail's stuck in the bars. Oh god. <laughs> Yeah. So, Margaret's like, oh, hello, Satan, and then Satan the Dragon swallows her whole. (laughs) Okay. Mm. Fair enough. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I would too if you summoned me from my hellish domain (laughs) into a cell. (laughs) Yeah. So you've got Margaret in a prison cell, and now in the belly of Satan the Dragon. And Uh she's just like, what the fuck is happening, right? (laughs) (laughs) But remember, she's a good Christian girl. So she makes the sign of the cross with her hand in the belly, Uh. (laughs) and nothing, nothing happens. Oh no. Oh no. So Satan is there just chilling in the cell, waiting for, I don't know what he's waiting for, but he's waiting, (laughs) And, and Satan's tummy isn't feeling too good. Oh! His tum tum got the rum-rums. <laughs> Actually, his tummy's feeling pretty horrible. And suddenly... Brrr, <laughs> Satan's belly bursts open and out hops Margaret. Shit. So it's like a pinata, pretty much, except from the inside. So, no wonder Jack Dorsey's so grumpy all the time. <laughs> All right. So the dragon corpse disappears, and Satan is like, "Well, damn it, that that plan failed." So next, he appears to her in the shape of a man, just just a man. Um, mm-hmm. might have been a black man. Um, okay. Okay. Might have just been a man. Either way, you know, who knows? So, right. Different different things say different things. Well, a <laughs> great one of the things. Frames, you idiot. <coughs> One of the mm-hmm. things you'll learn
1: uh, from the Alex Jones episode <laughs> is oh that God. Satan is really sexually seductive. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he gets to that at the end when he's fully drunk and fully high. He, he says that uh, Satan is, is very seductive. And that he might fuck him if he saw him.
0: <laughs> so, go Satan, listen. <laughs> Satan takes on the form of Aaron Sea. And... <laughs> he appears to margaret <laughs> okay and he figures that instead of just trying to swallow her whole maybe he can simply deceive her through conversation instead that's something i do yep. all the time <laughs> <laughs> right well right. well things go from 0 to 100 in uh, a fucking second okay okay so <laughs> satan the man appears and says to margaret that which you have done suffices to you, but now cease as to my person. Uh, what?
1: I don't know. I don't know what it means. But now cease as to my person. Okay, all right. So basically, he's saying, like, just give you're, in. A power- you're powerful, but now I'm a person. I don't know. All right, carry on. Well,
0: no. Margaret doesn't even know what she he says, so <laughs> it's just she fucking gr- drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, of course. So <laughs> she just grabs Satan's head, throws him to the ground, and then holds him there with her foot on his neck. And then she commands,
2: "Lie still, you fiend, under the foot of a woman."
0: Oh damn! Oh yeah, oh, damn. she played the woman card. Oh yeah. <laughs> So, to this man, oh, Satan responds, Oh, blessed Margaret, I am overcome. If a young man had overcome me,
2: I had not reckoned. But alas, I am overcome of a tender virgin, wherefore I make the more sorrow. Uh,
0: he has to spell it out. like <laughs> So, yeah, he's still drunk and a sexist, so I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> A drunk,
0: sexist Satan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So she's like, dude, why are you even here? And Satan responds, I'm here because you need to renounce your faith so you can marry that pagan guy. Oh, man. Uh, and Margaret says, that's just not going to happen. Oh, and while I have you here under my foot, why, why the hell do you tempt Christian people in the first place? Uh, Good question. Yeah, fair enough. Uh Uh-huh. Did you want to... No. I have nothing to say. (laughs) Okay, well, Satan, he goes, look, I naturally hate virtuous men. Right, he's Satan. (laughs) Well, he's actually not Satan. What? This is where the whole story takes a turn. (laughs) Oh, no! So, this isn't Satan, this is Veltus. Veltus. Who the fuck is Veltis? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. You see, Veltis is a demon. Mm-hmm. Oh. And, and he's got a whole story to tell. Oh, Which, come speaking on. Of Monty, speaking of Monty Python, this is like, a story
2: to tell, a story a to story tell, a story to tell, a story to tell. To yeah. tell. He's going um, to
0: Like, oh, fuck, just stop singing. <laughs> So, so he's Vel- a drunk, he's drunk,
1: he's sexist, and he's long-winded. This is awesome. Yeah, Oh, and yeah. he's also he's like- not Satan.
0: He's an imposter. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Veltus tells Margaret, like, look, so I'm a demon now, but I used to be a man. I was a man during the times of King Solomon. <laughs> And for one reason or another, I pissed off Solomon, so he had me encased in a brass pot. Just like a genie. (laughs) Right. Well, then I died. (laughs) No shit. But my spirit turned into a demon, and I, now in demon form, was still trapped inside this brass pot. Okay. Well, somehow this container ended up in
2: Babylon. (laughs) Uh,
0: Obviously. (laughs) Uh, uh, And of course, those idiot Babylonians quickly opened the pot up. So out I flew. Oh, man. Uh, Also, there were a whole bunch of other demons in there, too. I don't know how they ended up in there, but we all flew out. (laughs) And now I, Veltis, not Satan, Veltis. Fly through the air and look for opportunities to assail righteous men. So,
1: okay. He's he's basically like Scott Calvin in the Santa Claus. It's like mm-hmm. all the mall Santas, you know, they aren't Santa, but they work for him, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, hold on, I'm getting a call. Can you mark this? Yeah.
0: It's fucking rude. It's just so fucking rude. Was, was it what? See, we've had this scheduled for like... For weeks, uh, and
1: yeah, it was.
0: Yeah, I'm a busy man. I've got a schedule. I've got things generic. to do. It
1: was uh, just called praises.
0: And then my co-host, as he likes to call himself, thinks that he can just drop the bomb of, "Oh, I'm getting another call," and that think was, that what we'll what we'll I'm just all wait for him. We'll wait for him. Like, more, like our life. Uh, I, I will put my life I've on done. pause. It helped me with my nightmares for this doofus because he thinks he's better than us and. It's just hurtful. It's just hurtful. I mean...
1: It was the antidepressant. Really?
0: Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, well, I wish I had some antidepressants, yeah. the, because... The
1: blood pressure medication was great. The only side effect was that if I took too much, I got a little little woozy.
0: Huh. A little woozy. Yeah. yeah, you also hurt your friends. Yeah. Yeah, you also hurt me. Did, did you ever think of that when your blood pressure was... Huh. Not pressured. No, you didn't. Oh, okay. You just thought, how can I hurt James? How can I put okay, my knife in his then. back? Because I don't give a shit. Alright. i right, I'm an ar- Hey, how's so, it going, you've dude? Been, you've been talking this whole time.
1: Hmm? Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> You're a true podcaster. You don't stop talking for anything.
0: No. No. Please, okay, we- well, I'm going to mark this. Yep. <laughs> back to podcast. Okay. So <laughs> so Veltus gives his whole life story and un <laughs> unasked for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And Margaret's like well, we actually have the quote. She says, "Flee hence, you wretched fiend." And then the earth opens inside of the cell and Veltus is swallowed up and Margaret is just left there alone. Again. Nice. So. Okay. Nice. Okay. So the next day, Margaret was brought before Librius and the pagans and was commanded to sacrifice to the pagan idols. Okay. And she refused, of course. Right, of course. She's a Christian. No. Right. So Ilybrius ordered that she be cast into a blazing fire. And not only that, but that she be poked with red-hot pokers <laughs> while on. she's burning to death, because why not? Oh because I'm God. a pagan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And everybody there is like, Jesus, dude, that's... That's sick. Like, no, yeah, that's too much. But he does it anyway, because he's Illibrius. And lo and behold, Margaret is thrown into the flames, and she is not burned at all. Whoa. Oh. Yeah. And everybody's going,
2: it's a miracle, it's a miracle.
0: And this pisses Illibrius off, so he orders a giant cauldron brought out, and to have it filled with boiling water. Oh, God. Uh. Yes, yeah, so he's oh, no. going to make Margaret soup. Yep, so he throws her in, and lo and behold, Margaret is just fine. She's not burnt at all. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh. Meanwhile, there's an earthquake going on, because apparently God <laughs> is pissed. <laughs> but that's that all the info happens. I have on that. <laughs> yeah, okay. The, the author of The Golden Legend, he's, he's like, Oh yeah, by the way, the earth was trembling, but back to the story. <laughs> <laughs> so Margaret is sitting in this hot tub that was meant to kill her, And then she prays. She says,
2: I beseech you, my lord, that this water may be to me the fount of baptism into everlasting life.
0: Okay. (laughs) Then the whole sky is filled with thundering and then a dove flies down and places a golden crown on Margaret's head. Sick. Yeah. (laughs) Then 5,000 people become Christians on the spot (laughs) and Librius is like, well, shit, just cut off her head. Oh, that'll work and that's where we'll leave Margaret for now okay I love these Saint stories they're so interesting <laughs> it's well and the crazy thing is is it's true <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I mean fair enough fair enough yeah all right yeah. Um, well that's so let's all get I, have. To, I, I like it um, so let's get to Lee Harvey Oswald's end and Death then Excellent. Okay, so, when we left Lee Harvey Oswald, he was in deep shit. I would say so. Yeah, yeah, and it ain't over for him yet. Uh, November 24th, Lee Harvey Oswald is being taken through the basement of the Dallas PD headquarters to be transported by armored car to the city jail. Mm. And for some fucking reason, there's a bunch of people standing around in the basement just waiting for him. Um, Including television cameras and shit like that that's, like, live streaming to millions across the country. (laughs) <laughs> so oswald's just shambling along as usual when out of the crowd steps a goddamn nightclub owner with a snub nose 38 and fucking shoots his ass right there on live tv okay yeah so this is this is jack ruby and he's an asshole drug dealing pimp so uh-huh. one detective just yells jack you son of a bitch and disarms his stupid ass um <laughs> Yeah, Oswald. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So Oswald collapses to the floor unconscious uh, to be transported to the same hospital where Kennedy had been pronounced dead two days earlier, Hmm. and he dies there at one oh seven in the afternoon. Okay. So that's the end of that. Uh, Why did Jack? Yeah. Why did Jack Ruby shoot Oswald? Well, yeah. (laughs) What? Yeah, that's my question. Who is (laughs) Jack Ruby? Yeah. yeah, well, according to Jack Ruby, he was quote saving Mrs. Kennedy the discomfiture of coming back to trial. Sure. Yeah. N- nightclub owner. Yeah. I, I I I I I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I actually didn't look too much into. There are that tons does of conspiracies. Not sound-
0: <laughs> right. What What'd you say? Can I use that as an excuse just to kill anyone? What? You're a nightclub owner. <laughs> no, no. That I'm saving Mrs. Kennedy. Like, could oh, i w- kill you. I mean,
1: sure, if you want. <laughs> sure, okay, it would work.
0: Well, <laughs> we'll put that on the back burner. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So Oswald was buried in Fort Worth. Uh, and sure. of course, there's a bunch of asshole reporters covering the thing.
0: There's like, mm-hmm.
1: now Lee Harvey Oswald goes to his end. And the officials come up to them and they're like, hey, if you're going to be here, you could at least be useful. So they assigned sure. some of the reporters to be the pallbearers at the funeral.
0: <laughs> and they there were, we which
1: is which is kind of ironic in its own sick sort of way.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, because, like,
0: yeah. Um, they put him there. They put him there.
1: Now, conspiracy shit. Here we go. Oh uh, uh, yes. Let's just talk about some of these theories. All right. <clears throat> mm-hmm. There emerged a theory uh, briefly after Oswald's death. Uh, that when Oswald was in the Soviet Union, a lookalike Russian agent pretending to be Oswald went to the United States to assassinate JFK. Ah, okay, so we got the twins, the twins conspiracy. Yeah, and so they, the conspiracy, or the theory says the guy was, they buried was actually a Russian assassin. So uh. they didn't bury Oswald, they buried some Russian agent.
0: So Oswald is still, like, in the Soviet Union, running around in the daisy fields, like, this is so great! <laughs> yeah, and so this theory was, was largely championed
1: by a guy named Eddowes. Um And his proof yeah. for this was that uh, the height differences on Oswald's various identification documents were different. Like, okay. they, were, they were, yeah, their differences were different, that's so stupid. But the differences were, like, a couple of inches, like he mm. was five eight, like mm-hmm. we said earlier, but he might have been five nine,
0: might have been five ten, at different. Or he might have been wearing here. heels. Okay, like yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and Oswald had a scar on his re- uh, left wrist, uh, or not left wrist. Hmm. I don't know if it's a, which wrist, but it's left over from surgery,
0: um, from childhood, and <laughs> so he doesn't even have a scar from when he tried to slit his own wrists. That's how poor yeah. of a job he did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, So for whatever reason,
1: uh, Eddowes was really into this theory, uh, like really convinced that this was a Russian agent and not Oswald and lobbied Mm -hmm. to have the body dug up and autopsied again to prove that it was not Oswald. The autopsy uh, proved that the body, however rotten, was in fact Oswald's Mm -hmm. as far as we know. I don't know if Eddowes took that and said, "Okay, yeah, you got I, I was wrong. All right.
0: Um, From what I know about conspiracy theorists, they they never give up. Yeah, there's always a another explanation, another layer mm-hmm. of the onion. Mm-hmm. You know. The official investigation into the assassination
1: of assassination of JFK was called the Warren Commission, like I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And I, yep. like I said earlier, I don't have the time or energy to cover it fully. But let's just say some people were not satisfied with what the commission concluded. Uh huh. There's a whole just m- like magic bullet thing. Remember the bullet? I I, I didn't actually talk. I didn't actually write about that one. Um, But it was like basically the bullet had a trajectory that was basically impossible. Um, Yeah. uh, But yeah, like I said, most people were not satisfied with this commission. And it's worth noting that since the assassination, ever since the assassination, the majority of Americans believe that there's more to this story than Oswald just being a dick. Yeah. 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 yeah, Most well, that, people that's... believe there's something to it. Yes. Which yeah. stunned me. Uh, oh, you didn't ex- know that. No, I didn't know that. Um,
0: yeah.
1: I was, I was surprised to learn
0: that most people think it happened a different yeah. way. This, <clears throat> is, this is actually the event in American history that uh, starts the term conspiracy theory being a common household phrase. Uh, like, before the, the JFK assassination, no one really knew what a conspiracy theory was. But this Mm -hmm. is the event that really started the conspiracy theory culture in America. Uh, Interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, So I won't cover all of them
1: uh, because there are several thousand of them. uh, Mm -hmm. And there's also several thousand books written about them. But I found some interesting ones that I want to share. Okay. Sure. So a guy named Jim Mars presented a list of 103 people. Uh, who had mysteriously died under suspicious circumstances who Mm. were in one way or another involved with that fateful day in Dallas. That's kind of the whole thing, but basically it's a long list of people who died conveniently, which sounds like something that would be on brand for the show, but I'm not (laughs) going there. (laughs) Okay. List of dead people. Um, There are a lot of people who claim there was a suppression of evidence. Testimony was ignored. Mm. Films and photographs were lost, including one... Which is said to have contained a better view of what happened. Um, so there's like a missing tape, and this was confiscated by a couple of federal agents and never returned, hmm. uh, or shown to the public. There are some documents that have been withheld and sealed, and some of which uh, won't be decl- declassified until 2029. So okay, just hold out. Something for looked forward years. to. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of deputies reported uh, finding a 765 Mauser rifle and not a Carcano uh, Hmm. and went to their deaths being certain they had confiscated and documented a Mauser, so
0: a different gun altogether. Well, and probably some of these deputies had been in World War II, so they knew what the fuck they were talking about. That's actually Who knows.
1: That's That's actually exactly right. They knew what oh, a Mauser really? was. Yeah. Right. They were they they at least one of them fought in World War II and was like, "Yeah, that's a Mauser, not a Carcano." Yeah. Yeah. Um there's obviously the whole multiple gunman theory and a yeah. million versions of it uh, thereof. In fact, in the night in 1979, the House Select Committee on Assassinations concluded that there were four shots fired that day, not three. Interesting. Hmm. And that one had come from the so-called Grassy Knoll. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, yes, and the Warren Commission, of course, claimed that there were only three shots, and that they all came from hmm. the sixth floor of the book depository. Uh, so some concluded that there were actually three gunmen, uh, one in the depository, one on the Grassy Knoll, and the other in the Daltex building. Okay. And one of the main re- main reasons they uh, they think is that the shots were fired so rapidly that it had to be three different shooters, um, all cued kinda at the same time. There were they have run tests, of course, to see if it's possible to fire three shots from a Carcano in the time of you know that the, sh- the shots went off, and it is possible. In fact, one Marine outdid it. Um, huh. Okay. So so there's that. Um, but most of the witnesses that day report that the shots came from the grassy knoll and not the book depository. Oh, uh, 121 witnesses said the shots, uh, said the shots definitely came from the knoll, while only 32 said that they came from
0: the building. Yikes. So yeah. was it Han or Greedo? Who shot first? <laughs>
1: it was, it was Han.
0: So anyway, uh, <clears throat>
1: uh, a railroad, a railroad, a railroad worker in a tower reported hearing one shot from the depository and two from the grassy knoll. And was convinced that they didn't even sound like the same weapon, and certainly didn't come from the same place.
3: Hmm.
1: Oswald claimed that the photos discovered of him posing with his rifle and Marxist literature were edited and faked. Um, But his wife said that this was bullshit because she took the photos herself or something like that. Okay. Hmm. Uh, So there's also a theory that Tippett was a renegade CIA operative sent to kill Oswald.
0: Yeah, I was waiting for the CIA to be dropped. That's yeah. the one I've heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They
1: so basically that Tippett was higher or like on the payroll of the CIA and they were gonna frame Oswald and then he was gonna get killed before he could even be investigated. Yeah. But Oswald pulled a little trick and went home and got his pistol and shot the cop first. Um, mm-hmm. so that's there's that. And some say that a bunch of conspirators killed Tippett and framed Oswald. So mm. like they framed Oswald, he knew something was something shady was going down, he ran for it. Tippett, you know, got the description, found him, and was, like, about to arrest him for investigation or whatever, and yeah. then a conspirator shot him, and then Oswald, being scared, ran into the theater and waited for the cops, where they came to pick him up, and he was also out of out of the view of any other snipers or shooters or anything right. like that. Huh. Um, so there's basically four or five main groups that people believe uh, could have been the actual killers. Uh, There's the CIA, obviously. Yep. Uh, There's the military-industrial complex, organized crime, Cuba, and Cuban exiles. Yeah. Some suggest Lyndon Johnson, George Herbert Walker Bush, J. Edgar Hoover, the FBI, the Secret Service, the John Birch Society, and rich right-wing Texans who didn't much like a Democrat Catholic in these parts.
0: Yeah, a lot of people... Um, didn't like kennedy
1: <laughs> yeah so some people think it was castro the kgb south vietnam and a goddamn french heroin syndicate mm-hmm. um oh and also israel uh of course. in a zionist conspiracy seeking revenge on kennedy for opposing israel's development of nuclear weapons okay. uh, which is of course very popular among islamic countries and anti-semitic groups in particular um sure not lumping those together, but that's what it said on on Wikipedia. So I was like, "All right, um, uh-huh. does that does that make sense?" So, um, yeah. So there's obviously the Zionist conspiracy, which is classic. So yes, um, and there's so many more. Uh, like, yeah. if you start reading about this, though, plan like two weeks ahead and quit your job,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? Because right, it's absolutely this is gonna suck you nuts. in like Minecraft. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, worse than Minecraft. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, if
1: JFK, if Minecraft had been invented before JFK was killed, he might have survived. Oswald well, would have been home Pity. playing Minecraft. Pretty. Yeah.
0: Pity. But anyway, so Not all killed time, like... JFK.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh be careful. Be careful, James. You might be onto something. You might disappear. That's true.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh so yeah, I that's about all i covered on the conspiracy shit uh and mm-hmm. it's just i was like just dipping my toe in the water for the first time so this may not be news to anybody who's like looked at this right right but i mean there's so much like conflicting evidence and it's so muddled it's like you kind of yeah. want to say yeah like even if it happened exactly the way the warren commission said even if there's so
0: many questions
1: <laughs> there's too many there's too many fucking questions for it to be as simple and yeah. I don't think it's unfair or crazy or insane to say there's more to this story that we don't know about. In fact, I think that's probably yeah. the the rational position. uh cuz you know this sort of stuff I mean, we've heard
0: crazier stories honestly. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Put it that way. Yeah. Well, and there's just so much. I mean, <laughs> We'll we'll cover JFK someday, but there's so much in his life that oh, a ha, ha. most people don't even know, and uh, and B it's super controversial. So yeah, because I I yeah. would love to talk about uh, JFK's relationship with the CIA and mm. Bush Senior, mm-hmm. or uh his, or his relationship with Cuba. There's just so much there because well. We can talk about Operation Northwoods, we can talk about his relationship with the Soviet Union, or just the fact that he was a Catholic and the first Catholic president. There's, it's, it's crazy stuff. Yeah, and
1: and, uh, I mean, on top of that, it's like, uh, um, oh shit, I forgot what I was gonna say. Uh. Oh no! Oh no! They're they're wiping my brain, James.
0: Yeah, it's oh shit! It's the airplane trails. It's the chemtrails. They just <laughs> brainwashed you. You know, you I wa- fluoride wa- drinking goon. <laughs> See, I wonder. Uh, I, want,
1: I I wanna th- I want to. I want to say that uh, conspiracy theories get a bad rap. Uh, cause there are some out there that were like, oh, that's just a conspiracy theory. And then it's like the church committee came along and was like, nope, it actually happened that way. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It a- actually happened that way. Um, and then it's like, oh, well now we have to feel stupid for, for pretending like we knew that it was false when it turned out to be true. Mm. And it, it colors conspiracies and, or theories or of all kinds like that the wrong way. Because yeah. these kinds of things do happen. I mean, we don't live in a world where everyone's telling the truth and, I mean, of we have not, spy yeah. spy agencies for a reason and <laughs> deception de- deception is a very, very useful tool when you're mm-hmm. trying to maintain power so if you can convince everyone that there are no deceptions
3: ugh.
0: Yeah Well, yeah. listen to our Frank Church episode and we talk yes. about how our own government has lied to us, but uh uh yeah, r- real quick word on that. I studied conspiracy theories in, in school. I and the interesting thing about America is that they're like pretty much everyone believes some conspiracy theory to some degree. Not it's complicated, but just like you said, like most people think there's thing there are things being left out of the JFK um uh, story. But the term conspiracy theory has such negative connotations to it. As soon as you say, if, as soon as you mutter the word, people write you off as a crazy. And mm-hmm. part of that is because there are just so many conspiracy theories. There are levels upon levels, and most of them you hear and you're like, uh, okay, yeah, sure. It's a little um,
1: crazy. Well, okay, let me take this opportunity to talk about something I've been thinking about a lot. Okay. And this might get me labeled crazy, but I'm kind of okay with that.
3: Oh, because boy, I'm here not... we go.
1: I am not taking a stand on this. I want you to know that. Uh-huh. I'm just I'm just letting you know what I've observed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole anti-vax thing, for example. Ah, yes. Okay, so I started noticing these memes just popping up all over the place about anti-vax. Everywhere I went, it was anti-vax, anti-vax. You're stupid if you think that vaccines are bad for you. And I, I didn't go, oh, oh, oh yeah, you're, you're stupid if you think vaccines are bad. And I also didn't go, you're stupid if you think vaccines... Uh, you know, whatever the other way around. autism or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But I'm looking at it. I'm going, well, we're demonizing people for being anti-vaxxers. Uh, instead of talking with them and trying to figure out, you know, what their case is and then destroying it. We're just making fun of them. Uh, we're demonizing people who may have been caught up in like this, this conspiracy theory, uh, that vaccines are bad for you. Um, and we're dealing with them by demonizing them, not engaging with them. Right. And that, to me, is highly suspicious. Hmm. Is it to you? I mean, because... Because I'm... I I wonder about it because it's been, like, off and on every now and then. The anti-vax meme switch gets flipped and people are all memeing about it. And I'm like,
3: hmm. Hmm. Why?
0: Well, I think... First of all, it's probably just a good picture into American culture today where... It doesn't matter what the difference is, but we do not talk to people who disagree with us, whether you're a Republican or Democrat, whether you're a Trekkie or a Star Wars fan or a vaccinator or an anti-vax. We will not engage with the enemy at all. We have Mm -hmm. to die on the hill. There is no compromise. There is no room to talk. And that's just utterly disgusting and stupid. Yeah. It's easy to demonize. It takes
1: work to convert. I mean, yes. And it's like, or just to converse. (laughs) Yeah, well, the, the right. flat Earth thing, for example, it's like, it's so absurd um, when you, mm-hmm. on its surface. And then you try to figure out why people are actually believing that the Earth is flat. And you hear all their reasons, and they have all these reasons why, why they think the Earth is flat, and why it's suspicious, and how the government's lying about it, and everything. And it sounds crazy until you start listening to them, and you're like, oh, I could see how you could be deceived into something like that. Um, sure. You know, you, could, you just have to believe the right things. It's so simple. Yeah. All you have to do is just, you have to take the assumption that the government lies to you. Well, we know that they do. You have to take the assumption that the, uh, the government is lying to you about certain things. Specific mm-hmm. things. Well, we've seen them do it before. Um, and you have to take in—you know, on the assumption that the narrative you're being fed is carefully controlled. Which mm-hmm. is also kind of true. When isn't the so, narrative being controlled? <laughs> Right, so it, your perception is that everyone's lying to you. Um, and it's, it's like, well, then maybe the opposite of what they're saying is the truth. Not something in the middle, you know? Yeah, we um, do
0: jump to conclusions pretty, pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, so my conclusion is that the Earth is half of a spheroid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: mine is kind of like a, a pizza pie. Yeah. Where it's flat, it's a flat circle. And it's divided into delicious sections.
1: Yes, and it's resting on top of a horse wheel.
0: <laughs> right, right,
1: yeah. <laughs>
3: but anyway, so like. Little,
0: well, yeah. You were going to make another joke, I'm sorry. No, I wasn't. It wasn't funny, and we should not say it.
1: So please go on. I just, I, it's just so, so interesting to me um, how these things operate. And, you know, I, I studied communications like hell. Um, You know, and, uh, I think people have a right to be suspicious
0: and... Well, yeah. Yeah. I remember reading a book on American conspiracy culture and the author was not a conspiracy theorist. Uh, I can't remember his name or the book, (laughs) but I did read it and his conclusion was, look, most of these conspiracies are bullshit. (laughs) They're crazy. Almost right. all of them are, I-, I believe, but his conclusion was, I would rather live in a society where conspiracy theories are flourishing and people are, you know, taught to question everything, rather than a culture where nothing is questioned. Right. And I was like, hmm, that's that's okay. I'm I kind of like that. Well, the
1: the other thing that I I've been noticing about like conflating all theories like this, all conspiracy theories, um with all the other ones so you you lump in the ones that could actually happen with the ones that you know are patently absurd mm-hmm. it it casts them all in a negative light yeah for so sure. if you if you if you have one thing that you that you believe that's that's like labeled a conspiracy theory and somebody says yeah. you're a conspiracy theorist <laughs> it's game
0: over you're fucked it's the labeling again yeah yeah you're absolutely fucked and uh you know yeah yeah, no, you, anyway, so I, you have to be black or white. You can't be something in the middle.
1: Yeah. And on top, on, and so, like, when I look at something like the Kennedy assassination, uh, I'm like, okay, this is a really, really useful tool to have. Mm-hmm. You can cast doubt into people's minds, you can make them believe crazy things, uh, you can get d- different groups demonized. I mean, it's uh, it's super useful. Yeah. To be able to say, you know, large groups of people who question something that seems so obvious are just stupid. Right. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know.
0: I don't know. We're going to both disappear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We will we'll be replaced by robotic clones next week. Ah, uh, yes. That'll be fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, mm-hmm. uh, we, we've been going on a real long time. So, should we get
0: to St. Margaret's End and Death? Sure. So when we last left Margaret, she had just been sentenced to death by Olibriath. Olibriath? Off, off with her <laughs> head. Okay. So she's taken to the executioner and uh, she asks him if she can pray one more time before he chops her old noggin off. And he's like, yeah, sure, do whatever you want. So Margaret kneels down and she says the following prayer, which we have somehow. <laughs> and okay. she says. Father Almighty, I yield to you thankings that you have suffered me to come to this glory, beseeching you to pardon them that pursue me. And I beseech you, good Lord, of your abundant grace, you will grant unto all them that write my passion, read it or hear it, and to them that remember me, that they may deserve to have plain remission and forgiveness of all their sins. And also, good lord, if any woman with child travailing tra- tra- call on me, that you will keep her from peril, and that the child may be delivered without any hurt. The child? <laughs> the child. So, I don't know if you caught that. <laughs> Give uh, but me she- the child. <laughs> the child. Yeah, God. anyway, so... She asked God that anybody who reads and remembers her story will get forgiveness from God, and he said yes! So, I I want you to know, so for those of you listening, we here at We Talk About Dead People just got you into those pearly gates. (laughs) All you have to do is remember Margaret the Virgin. (laughs) Then when you die and you find yourself at the gates of heaven and old St. Peter is like, whoa, not so fast there. You can just go, hey, douchebag, I remember the story of Margaret the Virgin (laughs) and then I'll let you in and we'll have a party. Uh, Yeah, hell yeah. We'll see you there, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, so that's what we're really all about here at We Talk About Dead People. Mm. Giving you rewards not just in this life, but in the next life as well. Cool! <laughs> anyway, after Margaret finished the prayer, a loud voice from heaven, presumably God's voice, said something along the lines of Yes, your prayers are heard and granted. Also, this here gate is open and waiting for you. It's time to come into the country of everlasting rest. Nice. Margaret then told the executioner to get on with it, and he's like shitting himself. <laughs> uh, because God just spoke from the heavens. And the Executioner says, God forbid that I should slay the Virgin of Christ. And she responded in this super confusing sentence, If you do it not, you may have no part with me. Oh my. So he just chops off her head, right? right. (laughs) Alright. And then he either fell down dead next to her or he fell down crying. Either way, she's dead. Different accounts say different things. Okay. <laughs> so Margaret was martyred in about 304 AD at the age of 15. She was made a saint, and her feast day is July 20th. And I just gotta say, feast days are the best part of Christianity. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel so robbed as a Protestant that we did not celebrate feast days. <laughs> it's just. Uh, yeah. So she became a pretty popular saint throughout the medieval era. There are all sorts of statues and stained glass windows showing Margaret stomping on a dragon, killing a dragon with a hammer. I don't know where that came from. (laughs) And sometimes she's just plain cuddling and scratching with the dragon. What? Petting his head and whatnot. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Uh, There was also a cult that arose around her called the Cult of Saint Margaret of Antioch. And this lasted all the way until like 1969 when finally the Pope himself was like, guys, just, just stop it. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Like, like, I think I said this earlier, but she was one of the three figures that visited Joan of Arc in Joan's early days. And that's how I found out about her. If you want more of this, go listen to our Joan of Arc episode. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. And then she is also one of the 14 Holy Helpers, which is a group of 14 Holy Saints that are supposed to help you when called upon. Oh. And uh, this little... act, Yeah, right? Yeah. This little action hero group was put together after the bubonic plague wiped out a third of Europe, and people were, people were like, yeah, we need help. <laughs> so Shit, yeah. Let, let's get 14 Saints to help us out. Nice. As for the story of Saint Margaret the Virgin, it's almost certainly all made up. She probably <laughs> didn't exist at all, yeah, as far as I could tell, there is zero evidences for her living um, okay even even the golden legend, even in that, the writer says something along the lines of, "Well, yeah, this whole story with the dragon is kind of bullshit, but here it is anyway <laughs> yeah. and that was in the twelve hundreds, I think, so yeah. yeah. She's been struck from the church calendar, and even most Christians today side with her not existing. We'll just stick huh. with the tradition and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but the church has some sort of fetish with young virgins being killed by pagans. Uh. Like, there are so many stories of this. Uh, this type. Nice. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Like, the church is really into women keeping their virginity for Jesus. Like, we're going (laughs) to give so much attention to this because, you know, we're we're the church and there's nothing wrong with how we look at sex.
3: Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Oh, that's another conspiracy theory for another day. Indeed.
0: Well, Well? Well, I rate this episode an F+. How do you feel, James? I rate it... As a bowling ball in the Soviet Union. <laughs> That's good. That's fair. Yes. Yeah. All right. So,
1: shall we head to the surface? Yeah, let's go. So, James, mm-hmm. what are you going to do for the rest of the day?
0: Mm. Um,. I'm gonna kill JFK. What else is oh there? Oh God! To do? <laughs> yeah, I'm he's already dead, dead, man. Or is he? <laughs> That's what you think, yeah.
1: <laughs> he's just floating in a vat somewhere, waiting to reemerge.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Ask yep.
1: not what your country can
0: do for you, but what your vat can do for your brain. <laughs> yep. He's gonna <laughs> crawl out of that grassy knoll and crawl into your grassy hole. <laughs> That is disgusting. Jesus God. Well, I apologize. No, no, it's okay. Let's end this. Yeah. What are you going to do for the rest of your day? Uh,
1: uh, Drink coffee. That's it. I'm being lazy. Okay. I think it's time to bring the show to an end for today. Feel free to send all your hate tweets to WTADP podcast. We'll read all of them and not along. You can also reach out to us on Facebook, which is great, and SoundCloud. I sometimes get personal messages on SoundCloud. That's kind of cool. Yeah. If you hate us, you're probably right. If you like us, though, please consider funding the show by becoming a patron on patreon.com. That's patreon.com slash we talk about dead people. There will soon be an alternative, because I know some of you are like, I don't like Patreon, and I don't blame you, because I don't like it. I don't, I don't 50 like bucks. patriotism. <laughs> 50 bucks, 20 bucks, even as little as a dollar. As much as it costs to... I don't know, beat the devil in your dungeon (laughs) Uh, helps tremendously. Our cover art was created by the extremely gifted Ian Patterson of Ian Patterson Illustration. You can view more of his phenomenal work at www.ipattersonillustration.com. With all that being said, we'll close out and let the sounds of the grassy knoll play you out.
4: So far, Lee Oswald has only been accused of killing a Dallas policeman. As far as the assassination is concerned, he is described only as a prime suspect. He has denied any knowledge of the assassination of the president. Although he once actually turned in his American passport in Moscow, it's not known whether he actually became a Russian citizen. His wife is known to be Russian-born. They most recently lived in a rooming house in Dallas. Again, he was arrested in New Orleans last August after he got into a fight while distributing material for the Fair Play for Cuba committee. Here is the interview he gave at that time to station WDSU-TV in New Orleans. No, sir, I am not a communist, and uh, I think that the uh, the uh, red herring and so forth is rather uh, uh, ridiculous to talk into this conversation. And are you a Marxist? Well, I have uh, studied Marxist philosophy, yes, sir, and also other philosophers. But are you a Marxist? I think you did admit on an earlier radio interview that you, uh, that you consider yourself a Marxist. Well, I would very definitely say that I uh, I uh, am a Marxist. That is but that, that does not mean, however, that I'm a, a uh, communist. What is the difference between the two? Well, there's a great deal of difference. That's several uh, American parties in several countries are based on Marxism, such as Ghana, uh, Ghana, Uh, Certain countries have uh, characteristics uh, of a socialist system, such as Great Britain with its uh, socialized medicine. Uh, These, then, are the differences between an outright communist country and countries which adhere to leftist or Marxist uh, uh, principles. In your work with the Fair Play for Cuba committee, uh, what are you advocating? We advocate restoration of diplomatic trade and tourist relations with Cuba.